0: The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the...
1: I hear that Zach's got a cold in his rectum. We could be wrong about that. How about those patriots, huh?
2: Whoa.
1: Did I just dream that or what?
2: The the best talent. The last two minutes of your
1: golf broadcast yesterday, the most embarrassing two minutes in radio history. Nice going, Jimmy Syphilis. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, my God. Meh. Meh. He's running up the score. Meh.
3: And even Sister and Mary managed my Roger God, Shope. what a wussy. To talk to yeah. me. Dial 5670-560 in day and hours. In other counties, call toll-free 877-795-Neal. The, the man Or pound 560 on your ATT and Verizon wireless phone. The opinions expressed by Neal, his guests. Somebody his get callers. Jimmy a out of his coma, please. Somebody a poke him in the, of the old rectum. would be the first time. Now, the Neal Rogers Show on 560 WQAM.
4: Hey, stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins. Absolutely.
5: All right. Miami has the Dolphins, and here we go again. <laughs> Another losing season that's never gonna end. They never win. They never will. And I will never know why Sports Illustrated picked them to win the Super Bowl. And they're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number, how many teams in the league? Got 30, man. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, the same old story, nothing new. You fairy. The Dolphins are such losers, they really are quite lame. I knew it from the very start, I watched the Pittsburgh game. And did you see the wimpy way Nick Saban threw that flag? Standing on the sidelines, he looked just like a fag. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Thirty-two. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins.
6: Their problems stick to them like glue. Here's... Do, 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 do. The
5: Dolphins lost a Buffalo and then beat Tennessee. It's only by sheer luck that they pulled out a victory. And then they played the Texans. It almost made me sick. That stupid two point pass play. That fumbling onside kick. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? But Dolphins can't control the ball Their running game is flat As for their execution Well, I'd agree with that They're always gonna blow a lead of that You can be sure And when they leave the field So has the stench of manure. And they're the Miami Dolphins Play like idiots. Uh-huh. Another couple games lost to the Patriots and Jets. Oh! I think they're all retarded. It's almost like they're cursed. Ask Jason Taylor and Zach Thomas which team is the worst, and they'll say Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Absolutely. Miami
1: Four at five sixty WQAM. Happy a Monday to you. Oh, possible UM game at uh, six o'clock or eight uh, thirty. We got a game. Six o'clock. We do. Yep. yep. The Canes. See, Canes basketball boy. That's a big boy on Friday. I guarantee we had a humongous tune in for that. Not. So we got Canes basketball at six. Who are they playing? Do we know? Do we care? I have no. no. Idea. We don't. We don't know. We don't care. By the way, the fake veggie from Boca. Your email this morning is so over the top. I mean, I understand your sentiment, but aren't we cursed? Aren't we cursed? And it goes on and on and on. I mean, why would anybody with any kind of a life spend this much time writing a 1,000 words about uh, the Dolphins and the uh, Hurricanes, giving up over 89 points and over a 1,000 yards on offense? Why would anybody do that? Well, I'll tell you. I have no That's life. the reason, fake veggie from Boca. And I will say this. I don't have one email from any... Doll fans saying, oh, you kicked our ass, Neil, uh, good job by your team, or, or anything even remotely like that.
7: I'm sure they're anything writing them re- re- now. What? I'm sure they're writing them right now. <coughs> no, they're not. Sure, come on out.
1: No, they're not. They're doing like the last two minutes of our broadcast yesterday. I came in here, I have no idea why, but I'm so glad that I did. And I punched the button into cues so I could hear it. And Jimmy yep. Syphilis was barely audible. He was barely making any noises with his mouth. And the mad dog and little dog were like, uh, is he going to go for the touchdown here? Uh, that Belichick, uh, oh, he is. And Jimmy's call of the touchdown was the worst call of any, any touchdown in NFL history. Oh, it's another Patriots touchdown. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. He barely uh, made sounds with his mouth. That—that's somebody's idea of broadcasting a sporting event. Oh, yeah, here we go again. This is such crap. When you people stop with this serious garbage, first of all, I got a good article today. Sirius is going to be out of business soon. I got a really good article from, um, what is it from? FMQB, or one of those joints. The fake Tom Jack and, oh, God almighty, why? Why me? And what's the other one? It sounds as if the sundown switch has been left on A AMWQM signal is the worst today. Redlands Jim says, the signal is the worst. How could it be any worse than usual? In other words, we're like a nighttime pattern? Mm-hmm. Hello? Can mm-hmm. anybody hear us? Hello? Can you not hear me? I hear you, but I'm not talking about that. Oh, oh, that. No, we're talking about the signal. Couldn't hear you this morning. Oh, that's right, because it's Monday, because they got a lot of important ball games and crap. Over the weekend. So, Monday, every Monday morning has to be a disaster, like and George has to be Potky around with the equipment and reset this and reset that. Every single Monday, because it's a horseball place. We got a wall of football, baby. We don't have time to swirl <laughs> around. That's right. The Dow's up 162 points, by the way. It looks like the wall crumbled down this week. Wow, the Hurricanes with that grotesque performance against Georgia Tech. They played like Dreck. And then yesterday, wow. 48-28 and these people are crying,
8: "Yeah, he's running up the score." Yeah, that bellotay.
1: By the way, Joey Porter, you're an a-hole and everybody in the world knows it. Big mouth, stupid-ass
0: mouth. Am I right, Chris? Okay, why? What? I mean, he's he's kind of out there, well, Wait, wait. A
1: what what just happened there? What? what? There was like reverb on the uh, on the feedback on the return.
0: No. I anyway, now what are you saying, Fatso? He's uh, kind of out there. I don't know if he's an a-hole. A-hole. Why is that? Say it. Why do you think he is
1: one? Because I guess you didn't watch the game yesterday. You you haven't been watching his aberrant behavior over the years. I was watching the game yesterday. Fake Tom Jicka says rumor has it that Bubba Love Sponge is leaving Sirius XM Radio in January and that an announcement of his status to the company could come as early as this morning. Orbitcast has learned that Bubba will be departing the world of satellite radio for a terrestrial syndication deal with Cox Broadcasting. We already had all of this crap. As to who will be replacing Bubba, sources told Orbitcast that Neil Rogers and Phil Henry have been named as possible replacements on Howard 101 Channel. Well, that's really interesting because nobody's offered me any money. You can take your serious and stick it where the moon don't shine, although they made a big move this morning on the market. It went from 14 up to 17 cents. Incredible. Yeah. 17 cents a share. Anybody, it's a buying opportunity, baby. That's right. Gobble it up. Just like the uh, Thanksgiving turkeys. <coughs> Gobble <coughs> it. Additionally, FMQB is reporting that an announcement about Bubba's status in Sirius could be coming as early as this morning. They just got through saying that. Upon further inquiry, Orbitcast has confirmed with Bubba's representatives that a Monday announcement is indeed two, Though details are, Who cares? Who the hell cares? Yeah. Well, good luck to you, Phil. Phil Henry is going to Sirius. Are you sure? Maybe they have actually talked to him. This this ongoing game that just goes on and on. You know what that would be like? Going to Sirius would be like uh, jumping on the Titanic. Just
7: as it was about to go under. Yeah. I hear they got a good band, good food on Everybody
1: there. Everybody hop aboard the Titanic, baby. Where's that article I got in my pile here somewhere? Satellite Radio is Dead by Mike Elgin. And have, haven't I been telling you that? Didn't I tell yeah. you in the beginning that it wasn't going to go over? It wasn't going to fly? It wasn't going to fly? But, oh, no, you don't know anything about radio, Neil. You don't know anything about radio. All of us radio groupies were the experts. You know, Mr. Radio and the fake Tom Jick and all these other geniuses. Glad you understand that. And like Jolly Joe Bell. He's a radio maven, man. Maybe they could put him on with Mike and the Maven. Here's the poll from Friday. I like this poll. This was good. What's your favorite Neil Rogers created nickname? Mo Howard David did da, 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 225. Beats everybody, hands down your pants. Maybe that's when he was, like, uh, picking uh, seeds. What was he doing? I give up. Don't you remember the days when he used to, like, uh, pick uh, his butt? Now, Now, that, there's no. something wrong with this uh, line, by the way. I'm, I'm hearing uh, strange things. I don't know. How does it sound on your end?
7: Just fine. No. Queer Isabel.
1: Jew Lieberman was a late addition. We apologize. He might have given Mo a run for his money, but I doubt it. 129, a strong second showing for Jew Lieberman. The Humper, 78. <laughs> for the Humper, the Humper, the Pumper, the That was funny. I saw him over the weekend, by the way. He looked. He didn't look an ounce over 400 pounds. Wow. Lose an ounce or two, will you please, Humper? I don't know how he keeps going, man. He's he's a miracle of modern science. Alex uh, Pini Pequena, I can't say the word. 77. Right. We know what it. S. Limbaugh, 75. Just move along, please. What? Jimmy Syphilis, 74. Boy, your performance at the end of that, I, I didn't hear the rest of it because obviously I was watching on TV. But that performance, the last minute or two of that game yesterday, was the worst, the most grotesque, the most bush league I have ever heard in my life. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. I don't know why all three of them didn't just start crying. Get out the crying towel. Yeah. Another Patriots touchdown. Guilty, 67 for Guilty. Yeah. Justin Tinkerbell, 66. The Brain Stem, 59. I wonder if he enjoyed that game yesterday, The Brain Stem. Ileana Rosanna Dana, 44. Fat-Ass Jolly Joe Bell, 34. Dan LaBastard, 29. Screw Ann, 26. Swillery, 25. Jerk Jerk Street, 21. Maris Greasy-Ass, 20. They, we don't even have that on there, right? And she's still got 20 votes. Howard Sperm, 19. The Backdoor Boys, 19. Paul No is 18. Tony Cigaretto with those goofy ears, 15. Mr. Ego, 14. George Step on top of us, 13. Ira Windbag, 13. John Revolta, 13. Oh, boy, there's a lot of names on here. I made up all these stupid names. 1,246 votes. God. Jimmy's Johnson, 9. Barney Fag, 8. Miriam Elephant, 7. Ron Hershey, Highway, 7. Ashton Coochie Coo, 6. Sid Rosencrantz, Schwartzstein 4. Ricky Ticky Sanchez, 4. Ricky Ticky Shaw, 4. Jason Jerks, 4. Now, wouldn't you have thought that Jerks would have done better? Oh would have. Scare America 3, Anderson's Pooper 3, Cambrell Martian 3, Tom do like 2, Rick and Spud 2, Ralph Redneck 2, Xavier Sewers 1, 2, and one for Muff Lindsey Kimber Camper and Caesar Odious. The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The
3: sports lead.
8: No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission
4: of WQAM, BC Broadcast Group Incorporated. Hey! Bench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins.
5: 14. All right! Toledo. All right, all right. Well, Buffalo has a football
9: team, the greatest in the land. And everybody thinks they're great, because they really are. The Buffalo Bills are the number one. See what I mean? So just sing along. When you say Miami, when you, you say Buffalo, Super Bowl, and you're at the Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills, they're the greatest team in the history of the human race, they're the Buffalo Bills, they're the greatest team since sliced bread and canned beer. Yeah, there you go. And you, and you jazz up that redneck stuff. Now listen to that banjo. Holy sweet God, listen to that. When you say Buffalo Bills, it don't sound so rednecky. Do it. Everybody sing along now. Are you Bill fans? Here we go. Well, the Buffalo Bills are the best team. They have the best record over the last five years. And they went to the Super Bowl four times, which is more than I can say for the scum-sucking fish. And they're uh, the greatest, because I really like their uniforms. They sure as hell beat the heck out of having a fish on the helmet, because they're the Buffalo Bills, the best football team. What i ever seen in the history of my life, they are the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills. The home of Jim Kelly, the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah, everybody, the Buffalo Bills. They're the Buffalo Bills. And they've been around longer than the stinking rotten fish. Well, they're the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, what would you rather have as a pet, a buffalo or a fish?
1: 1019 at 560 WQAM. Here's the poll that we got up there right now. Boy, it really sucks. Sorry, Charlie B., but your polls lately. Now, that that other one was good, the one we had on from Friday, but that wasn't his poll. That was from some listener, a, a listener. Okay. And a physician. Here's the current one, that really blows, like I said, 480 votes on it. If you were Neil and had his money, what pastime or pursuit other than the slots would you splurge it on? What a See, again, it's a Neil-centric poll
7: because Charlie B. is obsessed. Obsessed! I think he wants to wear your skin.
1: Oh, my God. He's, like, just pathetic. To touch the flesh.
7: Yeah. To wear the flesh.
1: First of all, how does he know how much money I got? And the answer is he hasn't got a clue. Or is it any of his business? Travel to exotic locations, 145. Hooker is 60. Yeah, I'm, I get a lot of hookers. <laughs> Sugar daddying some hot young thing, 55. Yeah, where is he? I'd stuff it all under my mattress, 41. A big new house or condo, 22. I'd stick it all in the bank, 20. Real estate, 16. Electronics and gadgets, 14. My friends, 13. That's what I spent it all on, my friends. My friend. And George says I buy my friends. I don't have any real friends.
7: That's not what I said.
0: That's what exactly that's, what
7: you said. That's someone else else's line. Fatso? That's
0: someone else's line. I don't remember that one now. No,
1: you're so... What is with you today? What? What is your problem today?
7: Just because hey, your team lost hey, it's a game Monday. yesterday, uh, you, you came in crying. You're just saying no, not at all.
1: Meh.
7: Orange paint on his you, face, all smeared. You, <laughs> you hear that drill? No, no not yet. Morning, I heard that hammer. I heard that drill, oh yeah, they're they're banging, it, they're
1: clanging upstairs in the apartment right above. They're they're doing some refurbishing up there. It's been going on for days and days. I don't care. If the signal's really that bad, well, what difference will it make? An exotic car, 12, investments, 12, strippers, 11, charity, 9, drugs, 9, a yacht, 7, a private jet, 6. Yeah, I like those uh, auto guys. Fine dining, 5, plastic surgery, 3, collectible art, 3, tickets to sporting events, 3. Oh, yeah, that's what I want. Tickets to sporting events. Bodybuilding, 2, a motorcycle, 2, my medical ailments, 2. Food, food, and more food, 2. Boy, I, yesterday, like a pig, I ate yeah, enough food to sink a battleship. Um, all carbs. No, not all carbs. I had a couple of cheeseburgers without the bun. And then from that point on, it was all carbs the rest of the day. You know those big M- M&Ms, uh, the big bags like the family size? Mm-hmm. I ate the whole thing. The That's stock nice. market won. Oh, yeah, it's a buying opportunity. That's what the fake Maria says. And none for jewelry and fine gems, booze, phone sex, or porn. Out of the first 480 votes on this horrible Charlie B. poll, Charlie, you've got to do better than this. I mean, you don't have to, but I, w- I would imagine that you possibly could. He just he just taps out whatever first thing comes to mind. He puts him on there. Here you go, Neil. Here's some of my great polls. Oh, oh. Now, speaking of, uh, and I'm not knocking Charlie B. He's given us a lot of material over the last two, three years, however long he's been on there. At least he makes an effort, you know. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. We got the Big O at 2, Mad Dog at 4, and at 6 o'clock we got the game? Yes. Yeah. UM basketball against somebody. We don't know who it's going to be, and we don't care. And then, I guess, D.A. follows the UM uh, basketball. He always gets to follow something that's like dead air, you know. And then they wonder why his share always starts with a, oh, he got a one-something, though, this time, I think, again. Second month in a row, he got a one-something share. boy, D.A., you keep plugging away, baby. Little did he know when he came schlepping over here from Kansas City. Of course, he left there, he was unemployed. You know, he got canned. And Jolly Joe Bell made him an offer he couldn't refuse, and he came down here with his tail between his legs, and oh my god, he must be, he must be suicidal by now. D.A. Okay, Hungry Bear, who's a real pain in the ass. This, this is what he says. Oh, no, this isn't the, no, let me read the other one first. Neil, you did such a great job. You really beat the fins. Congratulations, you are so great. How did you do it? Then he goes on, you went in to listen to the radio broadcast of the game. Shocking what a lifeless loser you've become up there in Canada. No, I didn't really come in here to listen to the radio broadcast of the game. I came in here to send some news stories to Eric and uh, Cortis for neilrogers.com. That's why I come in here. That's the only reason I come in here on the weekend. And while I was sitting here, since there was like a minute and a half left in the game, I thought I'd get the uh, the, the lay of the land. So I, I punched down the cue button, and I listened to the last minute and a half of the embarrassment The terrible trio. It was the worst. What a loser you've become. No, I don't think uh, I'm a loser. Maybe you're a loser because you take the time to send me all your negativity. Yeah, yeah. What a bunch of a-holes there in Florida, man. Yeah. God, just loaded. That's why people, you know, there are people flocking in because they're unsuspecting. But there are a lot of other people flocking out. The happiest people I ever hear from are the ones who say, Oh, we took your advice and we got the hell out of this toilet. Congratulations, okay? Here's one from Neil, who says, Neil, you're right, the Pat's kicked our anus rectum. Isn't that cute? Isn't that clever? Uh-huh. No. No. Anyway, the Hungry Bear says, What the hell is wrong with Jimmy Syphilis? I'm driving in my car trying to listen to that crap of a call of the game. The Dolphins were winning, and Syphilis making it sound like his boyfriend just dumped his dull ass. Somebody please punch Jolly Joe and Clarence in the freaking face for subjecting us to that crap. Well, I can blame them for a lot of things, but not for Jimmy Syphilis. The teams get to pick the uh, broadcasters. Not the station. The team gets to pick them. So blame the organization, okay? Blame the stinking rotten fish organization for Jimmy Syphilis being on there with his lifeless calls at a game. He, he seriously, he sounds like he's in a coma. Remember that pericoma bit on SCTV where he had like a, oh, yeah, practically had an oxygen down. tent? He uh-huh. was laying down in bed singing. Well, that's Jimmy Syphilis in an oxygen tent. Oh, another, another Patriots touchdown. I, I should have away. taped it. There you go. Attaboy, Perry. Kick some ass, baby. Perry Como, the barber from, uh, where was he from? Somewhere in Pennsylvania. Latrobe? That was, uh, who was from Latrobe, PA? Jack Nicholas? I don't know. Arnold Palmer? I don't know. Somebody. Do you hear, you hear that drill going? Can you hear it?
7: No. no.
1: You can't hear that? Nope. nope. Sounds like right somebody shaving.
0: My...
1: Yeah, it sounds like somebody's shaving. Their genitals. Here's one from, I am that hemorrhoid with my nose up Neil's ass, the fake Joey Reynolds. Hey, Dolphins, if you don't want the Patriots to run up the score, here's an idea. Play defense. You wouldn't know about that, though, would you? Of course not. Because you Dolphins don't know anything about football. You uh, Dolphins, you're not the owner. What? To the coaches, to the players, to the ball boys, to the herpes-infected cheerleaders, none of you know a damn thing about sports. How do you like that? Herpes-infected cheerleaders. That's a shot. Wow. I wish Belichick would have faked the extra point, converted the two-point conversion, then kicked an onside kick, recovered it, and thrown one more bomb to Randy Moss as the clock expired to make it 56-28. That would have been beautiful. Miami Dolphins, number 32, only because there are only 32 teams in the league. There are high school teams that would whip the Dolphins. The only reason the Dolphins have six wins this year is because their opponents were betting on the games. That's it, it says. I hope their team plane crashes on the way to St. Louis. Uh, (laughs) The world would be a much better place. Not that this guy's a little bit over the top, huh? Wow. So on the one hand we have the classless Dolphins who don't want to give anybody credit for uh, beating their ass yesterday in this highly touted game, and on the other hand we got some of these uh, Dolphin haters just rubbing it in. To which I say, keep it up.
3: Biggest name. Rubbing the it in,
1: talent. man. How's Matt running. Castle doing? Want to rub it in?
3: Rub this. The name. The best it's the big dog, Joe Rose. Take it, take it, With stick it, pick it, wick it, nick it, lick it, 560 QAM, M-M-M. M-M.
10: the sports leader.
8: Yeah, D-A-Y, S-U-C-K-S.
2: Wait till you hear what they say. It's all next on Larry King Live. Governor Sarah Palin, unscripted, uncensored, unleashed, right now on Mary King Live. Governor,
11: I will uh, do what the people of Alaska want me to do. Uh, my life is in God's hands. If He's got doors open for me, uh, I invite you to come up to Alaska and especially look at the resources. Again, I'm not going to close any doors of opportunity. Governor, and the uh, and the door is open for me to do so. It, uh, it would be something that Governor, uh, I am who I am, though, and I felt like I see it in some of those what? questions, you know, regarding. uh okay. I'm not going to close any doors that perhaps would be in front of me and, and would. Uh, uh, I'm not going to close any door there in terms of opportunity that may be there in the future. But at this <laughs> my life is in God's hands. If He's got doors open for me. Well, what a story. Again, I'm not going to close okay. any doors of opportunity. Now,
2: f- don't interrupt. We're almost out of time so quickly. Are you ready to run for the presidency? Is that something that would interest I'm not going to
11: close you? any door there in terms of opportunity that may be there in the future. But at this point, <laughs> you don't run a race to lose. My goodness. I'll
2: be back, back in
4: just a minute. <laughs>
1: of-
2: She's everywhere, baby. She's like a
1: freaking disease. She's like uh, syphilis. I'm sorry. Nobody's like him. 1032 at 560 WQM. Neil at neilrogers.com is the email address. Boy, pretty grim and slim this morning. They all must be in mourning. You think? Nothing. Nothing. I just clicked on that baby again. Zippity-doo. Oh, and by the way, I was telling George before the show this morning, one of the real, I mean, it's not a big deal, but one of the real nice things about Outlook Express is that when you block somebody, they don't know it. Right. It goes. It automatically goes to your deleted items. Mm-hmm. And then you can check your deleted items. You can yeah. see the same losers that you blocked. And they're, oh, and, of course, you don't read it. You see it's, right. this, you it's Dan chortle. from Maryland again or uh, Mr. Human Events or whichever other loser is sending you a bunch of crap or thinking that they're sending it to you. In the meantime, they're blocked, and you're not paying any attention to it, which is a beautiful thing. Let me look on there. I have Charlie B. poll for tomorrow. I don't even know if I want to use this one. It's another really bad one. But it's a poll, you know. I don't know how you feel about it. It's a freaking poll. Yes. 16 cents. Uh oh, they lost one cent of the three cent gain they made. Serious? Back down to 16 cent. Speaking of that, here's the article I was talking about Mike Egan, Elgin, from FMQB. Satellite radio is dead. This was written November 19, so last Wednesday. He says, I hate to say it, but somebody has to. Satellite radio will come crashing down to earth within the next two years. The newly merged Sirius XM radio is already living on borrowed time and borrowed money and simply will not and cannot survive. First of all, I'm not an anti-satellite guy. I don't want satellite radio to end, partly because I have a lifetime subscription. My family has two subscriptions in all, and I listen to satellite all the time. But reality is working against both the Sirius XM radio company and the idea of radio delivered by satellite. Huh. As a competitor radio, satellite rules it has the most advantages as radio. It has most of the advantages, namely that it's easy to use. It's in the car. It has content you can't get elsewhere, Howard Stern, for example. Plus, it has qualities regular radio doesn't have. Better sound quality, far more content, and focused channels like the Elvis channel. Satellite radio isn't remaining static either. It's evolving into something better than what it used to be. The devices are becoming better and smaller and gaining great features, such as the ability to TiVo programs. Unfortunately, however... The rest of the world is evolving, too. Six trends will kill satellite radio. One, the rise of MP3 phones. Cell phones in general, and the iPhone in particular, are mainstreaming the idea of listening to music on a cell phone. Because people carry cell phones everywhere, including in the car and other places where current subscribers listen to satellite radio. Every phone is now a direct competitor to satellite radio. Two, you hear them banging up on the radio? I uh, do know. I think they're going to come through the uh, floor, right through the ceiling. Jesus Christ! Two, the rise of MP3-compatible cars. When satellite radio first hit, it was very difficult to listen to an iPod in a car. Now it's becoming very easy with dashboards either containing MP3 players or supporting them with jacks. Jerks? Three, the coming wave of mobile broadband dishboard dashboards. Cars are, cars are increasing. Uh, it's driving me nuts, that drill. Can you hear the drilling? Nope. Nope.
7: Maybe if you put the microphone up to the ceiling there.
1: Yeah. Maybe if I just climb on the ceiling and start banging on that popcorn ceiling. Maybe I can have, like, a little lunch. The coming wave of mobile broadband dashboards. Cars are increasingly getting cell phone wireless connectivity built into the dash, starting with the same high-end automobile categories that are most likely to offer satellite radios and targeting the same kinds of car buyers, audiophiles with money. Once your car is on the Internet all the time, iTunes or something like it becomes the mother of all replacements for satellite radio. Four... The rise of podcasting. This talk radio delivery system has been very slow to take off, but it's been growing and will continue to grow unabated. The difference between the growth of satellite radio and the growth of podcasting is that podcasting doesn't depend on the marketing of one company or an expensive delivery system, it's free. Five, the rise of live podcasting. Most podcasts are better served asynchronously. What does that mean? I don't know. But for news and games, live is superior. And that was a huge advantage of radio, satellite or otherwise, over podcast. But sites like Blog Talk Radio are changing all of that, and podcasting is quickly turning into a medium where shows are broadcast live, then made available as a download forever.
4: Shut up up there, you idiot! <laughs>
1: How do you really feel? Oh. Six, the economy is cratering. The stake in the heart of satellite radio, the looming recession will finish off the Sirius XM radio company, and the concept of satellite radio forever. How bad is the economy for Sirius XM? Let me count the ways. First, understand that Sirius XM has three point four billion dollars in long term debt, one billion dollars of which is due next year, three hundred million of that due by February. The company racked up this debt during an economic boom. Now we're entering a bust. How will Sirius XM get out of this fix? The current plan appears to be a little more than creative debt refinancing. This is the most hostile credit market ever to buy time for some unspecified future miracle. Satellite radio depends almost entirely on subscription revenue. The biggest source of new subscribers has been new car buyers. Unfortunately, the downturn has not only radically cut car sales, but is reducing the percentage of new cars that have the fancy satellite radio upgrade compared with pre-recession projections. The biggest channel for satellite radio is or was GM. Which has recently suffered a 45 percent reduction in new car sales. Other car companies are looking at reductions of between 20 and 30 percent, and that's now before the recession's even really begun. Sirius XM Radio hasn't released recent sales figures, but it's likely that lucrative new car subscriptions have decreased by at least 40 percent the last couple of months. One advantage Sirius has is Howard Stern, but Stern is also a disadvantage because he gets paid 100 million dollars a year. As the serious ship starts to sink and the board starts looking for cargo to throw overboard, Stern and his giant salary will be the first to go. As the king of all media with a fiercely loyal listening, Stern will probably go on to, the mainstream, uh, to mainstream the concept of subscription-based podcasting. Why? Because Stern is tired of being jerked around at first by the FCC, then by the old and busted radio industry, and now by the financially unsustainability of satellite radio. A subscription podcast would finally put Stern in complete control of his show. The ugly truth is that satellite is simply an obsolete way to deliver sound. It's nothing more than an insanely expensive, limited, proprietary content delivery system that increasingly competes head to head against the Internet itself. The monopoly that provides satellite radio is billions in debt with no way to pay off that debt and a looming recession characterized by dramatic slowdowns in consumer spending. It's over. Satellite radio, he says, is dead. Dead.
3: His
5: name. The I'm best. Tired Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader.
3: The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Mandich. Jim Mandich. Afternoons 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader.
12: You get a lot of big Theo Rogers on Sports Hole Radio WQAM.
4: and says Angelina Jolie was out of line
13: when she shared details of her early relationship with Brad Pitt. Jennifer's never really spoken out about this, but now, some four years later, she is. I felt like
4: such an
13: idiot.
11: I mean, isn't that just kick you in the crotch, spit on your neck, fantastic?
14: Yeah, I guess that would be kind of embarrassing. You know, that was four years ago. That's not that big of a deal.
11: It's a big
0: deal. But you've been with a few guys since your breakup, right? How many do you think?
13: I've never counted.
0: Eh, ballpark figure.
13: I would say maybe, maybe 150.
14: Let's just say 200. Whoa. It is so much fun. Yeah. Fun and it's exciting.
7: You want to have fun during the commercial?
3: Let me show you my underwear.
1: 10:44, and I'm telling you, they're drilling up a storm. I feel like I'm locked into a dentist's orifice.
7: Yeah. You can't hear it? No. no. Yes. yes.
4: Shut up up there, you idiot!
1: Now, don't tell me they can't hear me, okay? If I can hear the drill. Of course, they got the drill right next to their head. Hopefully, they'll uh, have an accident. So, Yug, Yug, Yug says very little on that email, by the way. And I noticed I checked out a couple of the deleted ones. One was from Maxwell Tots. You've been blocked, Maxwell. I'm not reading your crap. You're blocked. So, come up with some other phony nickname. God, it's just, it's frightening is what it is, you know? I never dreamed when I started the email thing that it would be as disturbing as it is. Disturbing. Oh, I'm uh, going to go listen to something else. I'm going to go. No, you're not. We only pray that some of those chronics would go away. Well, you know what? They never will. Because like George says, crazy people are really dangerous. Yep. When you run into crazy people, run the other way. Anyway, Yug, Yug, Yug says... That Orbitcast article you read said that Sirius is considering replacing Bubble with either you or Henry. Their source for that info was that loser, Mr. Radio, who emailed them that crap, which he heard on your show. Mr. Radio. Uh-huh. See what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Here's another poll suggestion. I like this one from Unipart. Thanks, Unipart. I'm getting rid of that last Charlie B one. I'm dumping it. Sorry, Charlie. Outlook Express. There it is. Pull suggestion, delete. Here's one. You see where we're giving Citigroup a bailout of a few zillion dollars? Yeah, 20 million. 20 billion. But yeah. what they aren't making clear is that we are also guaranteeing their bad loans. They pay the first 29 billion of losses, and we split the balance of their losses. 90 to 10 with them. Guess who's getting the 90% of lost losses? These bastards are leaning us over to the washing machine and giving it to us without proper lubrication, says Ron. Sure hope Obama has a clue and is not a crooked, a crooked clue beggar like the current bastards, says Ron, who's obviously worked up way too much. Here's a photo of somebody. A photo. Press release for immediate release. Fort Worth Photographers launched a new studio specializing in glamour photography with exotic cars. And here's a couple of people. A guy, and chubby guy with a beard and some chick. She ain't too bad. And uh, that's it. Why do I care about that? Do you care about that? No. Why in the world? Who is this from? Josh Davis Photography. Get a life, Josh. If you want to buy advertising, send us some money. Oh, hey, now here's a cute picture, a little dog, a little bit like Tiny, only brown, with a uh, cap on. You don't have to read this on the air. I just wanted you to know my husband, Greg, in London. What is it? Lorita Florida, and I have been listening to you for a long time. There's an attachment on this, too, and the attachment, I'm sure, is the same picture as the one with the dog. Oh, how many times have I said, don't send me attachments, don't send me links? How many million times have I said that? These people are like little children. Don't pick your nose. Don't pick your ass out in public. Don't pick your dingleberries like Mo. That's what I was trying to think before. Remember, he was picking dingleberries. Yeah, he was.
2: Yeah. Oh, don't, 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 don't.
1: Right in front of everybody too. That's the worst part. Jesus God, Mo. So Mr. Radio is spreading the rumors and crap, and the fake Tom Jicka, and the fake this one and that one. Crazy people. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm surly today. I should be in a good mood after the ball game, but my life doesn't revolve around ball games. I had a good weekend at Woodbine, won a couple of bucks, tax free. Anyway, here's what it says. You don't have to read this on here. I just wanted you to know my husband, Greg, and Loretta, Florida, and I have been listening for a long time. Now it seems that whenever we hear something on TV or radio or anywhere, we have our habit of recalling something you said or a skit from your show, and we both say it at the same time and laugh. My daughter even listens to you, and she's 24. We've had many laughs from your show when you're on and even when you're not. Thanks for the brainwashing. This morning I was giving a dog medicine. You were talking about Jimmy's syphilis, and I said to my husband by accident, Jimmy just had his medicine. And we laughed like crazy. Our dog's name is Stevie. Well, thanks, Karen. Get a life.
9: I have no life.
1: How do you like that? Mm-hmm. The dog's name is Stevie, and they're referring to him as Jimmy Syphilis. What a shot that is. Am I the only person that heard the I mean, I came in here, like I said, to send some stories to uh, Eric and uh, Cortis. And I, I've never done that before. I punched up just the cue button so I could hear the last minute and a half and, you know, see how the thing finally ended up. It was already 41 20 when I came in here, so the conclusion was foregone. The game was finito. And what I heard, it would make Dave Van Boring sound like Rumpelstiltskin in heat. That's that's how coma-inducing it was. Comatose. I don't expect you to get all excited when you lose in the game, but Jesus God Almighty, give it a little something, Jimmy, for crying out loud. Give it a little something, something, you right-wing a-hole. You you idiot. You fairy. Right. The Dow's up 272 points, aren't you, thrilled? Like you don't know. And that drilling is going on and on. And and you know what? I don't care. You're not thrilling at the drilling? Has anybody else made any comment about our signal being real bad today, or is that it? Not to me, no. Well, that's because nobody in that building listens to us anyway. (laughs) That's right. We could be off the air and it has happened. We've been off the air for periods of a few minutes and uh, nobody in there knows because they don't listen to it. It's, well, we don't listen to that damn faggot. Plus they don't listen to the station anyway. It's AM, you know. People over there on the other side of the building at power. Oh, well, you people are only on AM. We don't have, we don't speak to you. You're on AM. The fake Mahatma Gandhi says, I'm listening to Friday's show and you mentioned that you no longer eat ice cream due to your diabetes. I never did say that. No. I may lie a lot, but I sure wouldn't lie, but like, how wow. could I lie like that? I eat ice cream like it's uh, glued to me. Please suffer no more. Get yourself some cinnamon powder, which can be used to lower blood sugar by mimicking insulin. Take about 500 milligram. The best method of administration is through the rectum, preferably with a cylindrical object. They usually does it for me. In fact, I'm having some administered right now. Ooh, ah, it says, from Mahatma Gandhi. He had cinnamon stuck in his rectum. It. Maybe he did. You think? Mm hmm. That's what Sally Fitz would probably do. If she did oh. with everything else, why not cinnamon? Oh, Joe Dodgiola's got a long thing about Joey Porter, which uh, Fat Chris won't admit that Joey Porter's an a hole. His behavior is unacceptable. Why is he an a hole? He just is. He gets an unsportsmanlike penalty, and then uh, they, they call him off the field. He won't leave the field. He gets another penalty. He's a loud jackass, big mouth. Oh, look at this. Here's one that says, This is hysterical. This is great. Please stop playing the Eisner bits. One, they're not interesting. Two, they're not funny. Three, they're too long. Four, they cause major listener tune-out. Oh, this must be one of those programming experts. And five, listeners hate them. If you don't think so, then you're in denial. Also, the best thing Joyce's ban on certain bits is that we never have to listen to the following ever again, thank God. The crepitation contest, the bagpipe
7: instructions.
1: Bagpipe instructions. How do you like that?
7: Yeah. It's one of the best bits in the world.
1: And the uh, crepitation contest?
0: Well.
7: Yeah. Playing bagpipes. I'm not going to disagree with that one, although it's a nice holiday time, killer, I'll tell you what.
0: Cordes said the uh, signal sounds fine to him.
1: Well, who cares what he says? Like, he would give us an honest answer? He, he's uh, probably getting paid across the street anyway. He's sabotage. I'm trying to think whether it was Saturday morning or yesterday morning. He put the bedtime stories up so late that my, it's like putting the morning newspaper on your stupid midnight. You know, it's just, he's a stoop. Oh, here's another uh, poll. For which of the following products do you insist on the NAMBRAIN or never generic? Oh, get out of here. That's bad. Paul's got one. Well, there's a couple of uh, things coming in. Not a lot. But you said you hit it on the nose before the show today. You know, the election's over. Yeah. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. Not far from Christmas. The wild shopping supposed to start on a Friday, but who the hell knows whether it will? Probably not. It'll be wild, but not as wild as usual. The Dow's up 270 points, though. The Dow's up 270, 8318. Man, we're on our way back. Big recovery coming. Not. You think Sirius is still a buying opportunity? Let's take a look at it. It was <laughs> up to 17, then back down to 16, and now 16. It's holding steady. It's holding firm. Joe Dagiola says regarding Joey Porter, Joey is such a dumbass, there's no way he sees the irony in the statements that the Patriots are a bunch of cheaters and that all their Super Bowl wins were tainted because of Spygate. I guess he doesn't remember that the Super Bowl ring on um, his finger came as a result of the worst officiated game in Super Bowl history where Seattle got hosed on a half a dozen calls. Not 50-50 calls, mind you, but calls which weren't even close, but that's okay, I guess, because it benefited him. Especially since nothing in that game. He didn't do anything in that game and nothing since. He says he hates New England and Belichick, but he goes to bed at night playing with... Oh, geez. I'm not reading that. Some of you people are just so out of control today. Just just over the edge. Out out of control. For all the Dolphin fans who want to know why everybody hates them so much, think of this. Joey Porter isn't even the biggest anal orifice in team history. He's still way, way behind Brian Cox, Sammy Smith, Mark Clayton, Irving Spikes... Uh, Cecil Collins, Lawrence Phillips, Dan Marino. I've met him, and he's a royal jerk, and I'm glad his reputation worsens and his legacy diminishes diminishes with each passing year. He says, and many, many more. Pick it on Danny Boy. Oh, my God. Joe Rose is going to commit Harry Carey. This is why when NFL fans are pulled each year and asked to name their least favorite team outside of their own divisional or geographical rivals, the Dolphins win hands down going away, which is the only thing the Dolphins can win nowadays because they sure as hell can't win a game without resorting to playground tricks. Yeah, that worked really well
0: yesterday, those playground uh, calls, didn't it, uh, Chris? They worked great. Yeah. <laughs> the problem was the defense couldn't stop. You could have scored a touchdown yesterday. Yeah? Are you trying to say the defense sucked? Yes, the defense they sucked. They stunk. When, uh, when the score became 31-21, I said this game's over because they They, they made anyone.
1: Matt Castle look like a combination of Johnny Unitas, Joe Namath, and uh, Otto Graham. Hey, he had 400 yards last week, too. Well, that's right. That's because he's great, and he is beautiful, man. He is just gorgeous. Hey, Matt, it goes to show you, just because somebody looks pretty don't mean they have to play like crap. And, by the way, speaking of Brady Quinn, let me tell you this. The the combination quarterback I just talked about, he could be the quarterback for the Browns and still couldn't win a game. They are the worst coach, the worst defensive team. They just suck. Did you see any of that game yesterday? No. Oh, my God, are they pathetic. And that Romeo Crennel, whatever the hell his name is, that big fat goofball. I mean, he, a Coach, that's my comment for him. Well, he's gone after this year, sir. So. Holy cow, does he suck. Getting away from football for a second, I've got a book recommendation, says Joe D'Agiola. double Cross: the explosive inside story of the mobster who controlled America. I picked up this book at the library last week enjoyed it very much. It's about Sam Giancana and the Chicago mob, which in some ways puts the New York mob to shame. Fascinating read, authored by Giancana's brother and nephew came out in the early 90s. Maybe you've already read it. No, I have not. Have a great week. Joe Dagiola, who's no longer saying get a check because I'm too busy cashing them myself, says Joe Dagiola. Paul, long-time listener from Clearwater, says, online, this morning I went to your website to start the online player and found a religious banner ad at the top of the listen page. It's an ad for uh, so-and-so. I know your stance on religion in general. Who hosts your site? Is this a joke? I thought it was funny enough to bring up. Oh, my. God. Why, why is he picking on uh, poor Eric?
7: I don't know. Something to do? Hey, Paul. Get a life, Paul. Leave Big Eric names, alone. The
3: best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader.
2: The biggest names. The best talent. Wow! You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. You fail.
4: You, 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 you fail. Any questions? Darn it, I told you, don't bother
15: me while I'm in here. Hi, sir. Uh, uh, hello? It's Mickey Moss! Oh, Mr. Mouse, good morning. How are you? What
4: the hell are you doing to me? Uh, uh, n- nothing, sir. You're freaking killing me. N- no, I'm not. I got David Kelly calling me every three minutes. Why did we move the practice?
15: Sir, you-, you told me to move the practice.
4: I didn't tell you. What it- you must have misunderstood me. N- n-
15: no, sir. You said move the practice to Monday. Hey,
4: hey, listen, Bupwipe. wipe. I'm the boss. I make the decisions. You take the heat. Right. You move to practice.
15: Okay. okay, How are we
4: doing with it anyway?
15: Oh, you man.
4: Hold on. Remus! (laughs) Yeah, boss. Shut the hell up! (laughs) I'm on the phone, Remus! Hi, sir!
15: Y- y- yes, yeah, sir, what was your question?
4: I'm telling you, I'm going crazy over here. Between David Kelly and now Michael Jackson calling me every three minutes, I'm going to go out of my freaking mind. Hold on. Remus! Can't hear you, boss. Stop it, Remus! I'm throwing the floor, boss. Stop throwing the floor, Remus! Remus! What's <laughs> this in my hand, Remus? That's your penis, boss. My other hand, Remus! Oh, that's a phone, ball. Right. I can't hear anything, Remus. Stop sawing the floor. Sorry. Hi right, sir. Sir,
15: sir, the moves are working out very well. The practice is fourth in its time slot well, and moving four up. Fourth in
4: its time slot? Christ, are we even beating the WB?
15: Barely. Oh, my God. This Michael Jackson thing was a rating success. Of course.
4: Hold on a second. Remus.
10: <laughs>
4: what the hell are you doing with the harmonica Just play a harmonica, Remus? little song, boy. Well, don't know. play it, Remus. I'll jam that thing down your throat. And get that bluebird away from me. Oh, come on, bluebird. <laughs> I'm allergic, Eisner.
15: Sir, over 25 million people saw. Shut up, Eisner. Listen. Yeah.
4: You see me? What I'm doing
15: here? Sir, you're on the phone.
4: I know I'm on the phone. Do you see what I'm doing? Use your imagination for crying out loud! Uh, uh, I'm moving my hands up and down, side to side. I'm the puppet master. I say it, you do it. Now Fox is going to air all the stuff that you cut out of the Michael Jackson interview. Uh, but,
15: but, but, sir, you told me to edit out all that stuff to make him look like
4: Puppet master, me, idiot. Oh. Yes, yeah, yeah, boss. What the hell are you doing now? Fixing the floor, boss. There's nothing wrong with the floor, Remus. What's this in my ear? That's your penis, boss. My other ear, Remus. <laughs> That's the phone, boss. That's the phone, Remus. Get out. Come on, Bluebird. Get out.
15: Eisner. Yes, sir. Killing me. Killing me. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Killing me.
4: Sorry. Killing
1: me softly. So speaking of puppets, guess what movie was on yesterday, which uh, I love that movie. Pin. Very corny. Huh? Pin. No, The Attack of the Puppet People.
7: There's a movie called The Attack of the Puppet People? You
1: never saw that where the uh, crazy guy, he um, has the machine that makes these people. He traps these people and he puts them in the ma- machine and they, uh, they're like midgets, you know, like real
7: tiny people? No. You never saw that? I. Uh, Maybe. Is it black and white? Yeah. Maybe. Ancient. Did and they then have to the run dog comes like... chasing after them, and they go into the cardboard box, you know, and hide. That sounds vaguely familiar. I'm going to look it up.
1: Jim in Getzville, New York, chronic, says, Neil, that book, I read that book, it's great, give it a look, the shooter from the grassy and old's even name, if you believe everything you read. The book that the guy was uh, peddling a minute ago, which I probably schmidt-canned it. Too bad. Do I have it? No. Well, maybe he'll uh, send it again. Or not. Meanwhile, Rob, Chronic Rob, uh, all we get to hear from are the chronics. Nobody else has got nothing, the chronics. Rob, you're, I blocked Rob, and he's still back there again. How is that possible? Can you tell me that, Mr. Nope. Technical Wizard?
7: He changed let me it, look his, email, deleted, his email. Well, let it me it look at my
1: deleted items here a minute. DC... Uh, where the hell it? Here it is. DCCRFM. At AOL.com, yeah, I had blocked him already, and he showed up on here again. Damn it! You're we too have, chronic, uh... man. You're chronic. Although he says the Eisner bits are the best, that idiot who sent the email is a d-bag, is a douche. You should play him over and over again. Thanks, Rob. You're the best. Chronic. The Dow's up almost 300 points. Aren't you thrilled? It's a it's a real selling opportunity. <laughs> Here's one that says rest assured that we're listening for it but we can't detect any noise. Love your show as always. Vote for Tapes now George, Nick and Marty. There's a shot at George. Yeah. They're nasty today, man. Whatever. I know you I know you losers lost a football game yesterday, but is that what life is all about? I mean, my team won a football game yesterday. A gut-wrenching, heart-pounding, uh, penis-throbbing game and and you people are like, uh, I'm 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 not all excited about it. It's over. I'm, I'm glad they won, but that's that. It figures that George, here's this sourpuss again. I figures George would think the bagpipe bit is the greatest. I'm sure it reminds me of his days in the sling at either Crowbar or Anvil. Nasty today. Hostile. I, I don't know. I have no never idea heard of what those places, uh, are. places Neither did I. Obviously, this guy did. Mm-hmm. This pervert. I love the bagpipe. Uh, yeah. Also playing it's bag a pipes. great bit. Yeah. Yep. It's one of the all-time best. In addition to which I don't need any uh, advice on which bits which bits to play which ones not to play. I'll play whatever the hell I want to play. How do you like that? That we can still play which is about 10 of them, you know. God. Nasty and sour and rotten just to the to the uh, core. Dow up to 89. Of course they have 20 billion to a Citibank.
7: Very challenging times. Now one employee who entered the bank early this morning said to us, "We're going to make lots of money." once the economy stabilizes here and overseas. He said that's what the chief executive officer has been telling employees inside of the bank. And indeed, bankers believe here at Citigroup that they are well positioned in spite of the huge losses that they have.
1: They're going to make lots of money, baby. Just like George and Chris, they're going to make lots of money. Big bucks, that's right. Just not at this place. Maybe if they rob a bank. You wonder why people rob banks? I don't wonder
7: because they need well, money. some
1: of them, some well, because some of them get tired of working for peanuts and being treated like crap. Even when you work for big money and you get treated like crap, it's no good. You still want to rob a bank and say, "Screw you, people! Screw you, Jolly Joe!" Now, the fake Tom Jick, who I'm sure must be Mr. Radio, no, no question. Nobody is this chronic. Subject: Rumor mongering. Bubba adds four new markets. Status at Sirius remains unknown. As if this is big news. What did I tell you? Now that the election's over, there's nothing going on. Following last week's rumor-mongering, which this idiot Mr. Radio started most of it, by the way, official word has come out that Bubba Love Sponge will soon be heard on four more radio stations covering Miami, Orlando, Fort Myers, and Richmond, Virginia. Bubba's status at SiriusXM was not addressed. It wasn't addressed, and I'd return to sender, man. Send it back. Cox Radio Stations, WHDR in Miami, 93 Rock. WHTQ in Orlando, ninety-six point five, and WDYL in Richmond, along with Beasley Broadcast Group station WRXK in Fort Myers, ninety-six K Rock. will start airing the Bubba Love Sponge Show, January fifth, two thousand nine. How do you like that? The Beasley station in Fort Myers, K Rock. Now, wouldn't you think that somebody inside our building knows all this deal about Bubba Love Sponge? No. But while we were no. getting no. Out, yes, no. they do. Who? yes, they do. Yes, they do.
7: Who?
1: I don't know. Jolly Joe Bell. No? no? No. Why not? Why? Why? I asked you Because first.
7: it's in the family. That's why. Well, maybe he does.
1: Maybe I True. do. The uh, show is broadcast live 6 to 10 a.m. from Bubba's own custom multimedia studio in Tampa. Because the Bubba Love Sponge show is now available for syndication, his agent Thomas J. Bean... Oh, it's not Norma Kant? Oh. ...is currently talking with additional interest in radio stations. Additional markets subsequently will be announced. Well, good luck to you, Bubba. I never heard his show. So I have no idea whether he's great, whether he's mediocre, whether he's indifferent, whether he's in between. I don't know. And quite frankly, I don't care. I'm all for the talent. I hope he makes a trillion dollars. I'm all for the talent because management blows and because management doesn't care about people. They don't care about your life or my life or, in fact, Chris's life. All they care about is the bottom line and sucking up to ownership. That's all they care about is making themselves heroes. That's why Jolly Joe Bell is cutting everybody's salary by 90% so we can uh, sh- show the Beasleys what a big superstar he is, how he can operate on a shoestring, and number two, so he can shove half of it in his own pocket. Grave robber, butcher and murderer, lunatic, that's what that man is. That's why he wouldn't tell us if he knew if he knew the world was going to end on Friday. He wouldn't tell us. He's not your friend, I'll tell you that right now. I know you think he's your good friend. My best Just buddy. like Cordis, that goes and has all these meals with Jolly Joe Bell and sucks around. Look, look what it got him. Look what it did for him. He still comes running around here begging for a grand every couple of months. Oh, please send me a check, please. You mark my words, man. The day is coming. In fact, maybe when January 1st comes, there will be some kind of a change. Maybe you'll be doing the show. Maybe I'll be calling in sick every day for a few months.
7: I hope not. Why not? Slacker. Slacker my ass. Yeah, they don't come any slacker.
1: 582 votes on this very uh, Charlie B's last poll for a while. Give it a rest, Charlie. Thank God that somebody sent me this other one for tomorrow. If I, if you were Neil and had his money, which the the very premise of that is just so condescending to everybody else. Oh well, Neil's got all the big bucks. All you schleppers out there, Charlie, you're a, a suckhole, man. I can't handle suckholes. God, what pastime or pursuit other than slots would you splurge it on? Travel to exotic locations, 194. Hooker, 74. Sugar daddying some hot young thing, 66. I'd stuff it all under my mattress, 45. I'd stick it all in the bank, 26. A big new house or condo, 24. Real estate, 18. Electronics and gadgets, 18. My friends, 17. My friends. An exotic car, 15. Strippers, 13. I thought we, had, we already had hookers on here. What could our strippers, if they're not going to put out? Right. Investments, 12. A yacht, 11. Drugs, 10. Charity, 9. A private jet, 8. It goes on. There's there's just too many things on here. 590 votes on Charlie B.'s unctuous poll. Sorry, Charlie. Biggest name. It blows. Best talent. This is Neil Rogers.
3: Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil, God.
8: Oh,
2: I hate to do this, but I got it.
15: Momo, are you there? Momo says, how did you again? Now, what do you want? I
8: need more directions.
2: Okay, spill it, numbnuts. Yeah,
8: I'm looking for Dr. Schleinberg's voice therapy
2: center. No problem. Momo says. What you do here is you, you pull into a gas station, see? And ask the dot head for directions.
4: That's what I bought you for.
9: All right, all right, then skip it, spongehead.
8: Yeah, I'm returning you to circus
9: City. it. Good luck to you.
4: But I'm lost.
9: Yeah. What else is new?
4: Hey, are you going to help me keep
9: cracking wise? All right, make
14: a left. Right. No, oh, I said left. Right. Oh, up a maroon. I said
13: left. Eh, left, eh, left, eh, left, eh, left, eh, left, eh, left, eh, Then
9: eh, all eh, right, then go straight, if you can. <laughs>
13: wow. You know
9: your door is a jar? It's not a jar.
4: It's a door. Now see here, sport old
9: friend. Almost in. I don't care if you smear the a road with brain out.
8: Hey, that
2: guy here! he's in the wrong way! Yeah, almost dead. He's playing chicken. Now don't back down, see? Show him you ain't yelling.
8: Who is
4: that guy?
15: Coming at you. It looks like a, uh, Jackson. Coming
14: at you.
4: Yeah, he's coming
14: right at it. Yeah, you're right. But never mind that. You keep going and it like a man. Coming at you. Damn <laughs> it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: 1118 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. Boy, they're all in mourning today, man. We lost the Keens. We lost the fish. We lost our ass. Wow. Maybe they lost at the casino over the weekend, too. They're pretty sour, and they hate you like poison today. Gee. And boy, your life is real turned to crap up there in Canada, Neil. You're going in the studio to listen to the dolphin game? Yeah, yeah I sat here the entire afternoon listening to the game. You idiots. 604 votes on Fact Chris's poll. He's pretty pumped about that. And nothing on the Outlook Express. Zero. Neil at com. That's sad. Is that pathetic or what? Nothing. Zippo. Zippity-doo-dah. Zip. And, of course, what we did get on there, most of it I wouldn't wish on Heinrich Himmler. Am I right? Right. Was there anything amusing or interesting or constructive or, uh, Oh, don't be playing this and don't be playing that and ba 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 boo ba ba and then of course the fake Tom Jicka, who's obviously Mr. Radio, yeah, and and that is the same Mr. Radio by the, the way. He's a real a-hole, Fake huh?
7: whoever is, I'm sure, the same guy. One? You think it's one person? I think it's the, it's fake one person. The, the fake Larry King, the fake Tom Jicka? fake all of it, yeah. yeah. Maybe a couple fake of copycats Greg Bidel, a couple of uh, times, uh, yeah.
1: Johnny Dark? I think it's the real Johnny Dark. Oh yeah. It is. <laughs> he insists that it is. He's the yeah, only yeah, one who Oh, that, that convinces that it me is.
7: then. Yeah.
1: I bet you it's the real Dan from Maryland, not. And the real yug, 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 yug. Italy's Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi brushed aside international outrage from earlier this month yesterday to make reference once again to U.S. President-elect Barack Obama's suntan. Speaking of a-holes, is this Berlusconi not just a crook, but an a-hole? He told Ansa News Agency his initial remark was intended as a compliment, adding that he's equally envious of black supermodel Naomi Campbell. A compliment to Barack is a little envious, said Berlusconi, who had what he described as a long, cordial telephone conversation with a new occupant of the White House instigated by Obama on November 7th. We would all like to be tanned like Naomi Campbell and Obama, said the self-made billionaire who sports a permanent tan during a press conference in Pescata, Italy. Italian-born French First Lady Carla Bruni Sarkozy was so outraged at Berlusconi's initial comment about Obama being young, handsome, and even tanned. She said she was happy to have become French. How do you like that? She said, and dreard and kushmir and toches" is what she said, in French. Habababem. That's right. Habababem. How's Bubba doing, by the way? Oh, here's here's a good one. This is long too. This will kill. A lot. And by the way, the one thing about the um, Eisner Mickey bits—they are long, and that's that's why they're great. yeah. I know. Ask George. He'll tell you. He knows. Dr. Al sent this on Friday. Neil, I hope you're feeling better. Well, I was here on Friday. Schmuck. Could you thank George for his advice on giving my lungs a break from the pot smoke? Even weed is not going to be great for the lungs. it not as bad as cigarettes. Did you give him advice? I did. I got a coffee mill to grind some of my best stuff into dust. I will saute it in butter before using it in a cookie recipe. The problem, though, is that as good as the buzz is, it's hard to regulate the strength. It's easy to smoke more, but if you eat too much, it's too late. Dr. Al, you're chronic. You need a life. You need a life, baby. I remember years ago, my buddies and I put it in a milkshake, but we used too much. I was so high, I had trouble just sitting home watching TV. But one of my friends went to driving school like that, and another had to go to umpire a little league game. How they managed I have no idea. Thanks again, George. Your loyal pothead, exploding hemorrhoids, suffering, kiss-up listener, Dr. Al. You. Yeah. Pod had exploding hemorrhoids. So this is the one whose uh, hemorrhoid exploded and bled all over the place. Don't you remember that?
7: Ah! I do now. That bloody mess? Oh, my God.
1: Now, this one is long. I think i got time before the break. From Terry. Subject, the contempt of WQM management. This one is great. It's not good. It's great. It's chopped off on the right, though. Oh, well. One of these days, somebody will tell me how to... And, and you know, all these suggestions I had, I think you were out sick that day. Uh-huh. Remember that, work. Pat, Chris? Yes. yes. All the suggestions, how to get the thing mm-hmm. to print out and not chop up there. I tried every one of them. They're all full of crap. Yep. Didn't, do, didn't change anything. Hello, Neil. I've been a listener since about 1990. While your show has slowly transformed over time, one of the elements that's remained consistent has been you ripping station management. I can only come up with a handful of names of managers and salespeople who have been the topic of ridicule over the years, and I have no idea how to spell most of them. There was Mike Disney who would proudly give his opinion, Pete Bolger, the radio assassin, Tom Denenberg, the world's biggest a-hole, Bob Green who tripped Hank down the stairs. Your dealings with these people has long been entertaining fodder for your program. For your fodder, for your fodder. In the interviews, you've acknowledged that while you play up these encounters for radio consumption, there's always an element of truth to them. Not only are these stories funny, they're part of the window of the inner workings of the radio business to which you treat your audience. Yeah, it's a treat, and there's no extra charge. Since your arrival years ago at WQM, that element of truth has been increasingly, become increasingly painful. There was no surprise that you'd start ripping Greg Reed, Scurran, and other personnel's Given the station's over-the-top sports obsession, they were all easy targets. However, this jock-huffing mentality also made you show, in your own words, a stepchild. It wasn't too bad during the, Greg, uh, the, uh, several years, the first several years of Greg Reed's reign. There was at least a little crossover between you, Hank, and Mandich. The promotions department would occasionally acknowledge your existence, as demonstrated by your continued vest of CDs, including the memorable Sun Sentinel ad with you dressed up as the Pope, pissing off all the right people. As time went by, this limited support devolved into indifference, and finally, seeming contempt. No, you're wrong about the seeming part, okay, Terry? Not seeming. It devolved into indifference and contempt. seething contempt. Seething contempt. And that was up 301. Your show has had to pay for all the sins of management stupidity. One of the first sure signs that WIOD days were over was the frequent preempting your show for Marlins baseball. I'm sure you and George enjoyed getting out early, as anyone would, but it was instant tune-out for most of your audience. What station manager with a a half-a-brain preempts his highest-rated show for one with a limited audience? I guess the answer is one who truly thinks that only sports matters, as demonstrated by the current interruption of Hurricanes football. Since Mandage has been moved on later in the afternoon and Goldberg's been blown out, your show has become even more isolated. Ironically, the only significant link you've had with any other part of the station was your hostile relationship with Mo Howard David. Finally, in the aftermath of the Scott Farrell and Howard Stern fiascos, your show became the target of the most ridiculous censorship ever. Now that Jolly Joe and Joyce are running the show, it's readily apparent to even the casual listener that management has no respect for your show or for your audience. The best of CDs are long gone. Promotion of your show is practically nonexistent. A quick look at the WQM website shows only a little blurb about the Neil Deals and only as a seeming afterthought. Usually, by the way, blocked by that air conditioning ad. That thing has gotten so big, it's as big as Uranus now. Have you checked that out over the weekend? Nope. No. Gigantic. It's huge. It's as big as fat Chris's ass. Worst of all is the content that's been stripped from your show due to censorship. In the post-Janet Jackson age, some of this is understandable on your management's behalf, but not most of it. The most incredible thing that you can't even play fart noises anymore. True, there's much more to life than listening to fart noises on the radio, but you've long used sound effects to effectively punctuate your comments, and those sounds were an effective tool that added spice to your show. The fact that those sounds can be heard everywhere else, including children's programming, demonstrates that much of your restrictions come not from legal concerns, but from spite That's the word. He's got it, man. Spite. That's what this radio station is all about. Radio Spite. Your relationship with the station seems much like an enabling relative with a drug addict. Your ratings (laughs) allow the rest of the station to continue with their sports crack addiction, and they Uh give you crack and return. I guess the check helps. Yeah, the check is what it's all about. And even starting in January, even that check will help. Even that measly, beasley check. In the end, I suppose I should be grateful your station has made it possible for me and the rest of your audience to listen to your show, including George, for another five years. It's just a shame that it has to be broadcast from such a restrictive sports hole wasteland. signed T. Nice going T. Amen. The biggest names. The best. Hallelujah.
3: You are right. Sports
8: Radio five sixty QAM. That's correct. Sports correct. Sports queer radio is what the Qs for at QAM.
13: Ferry. Loot. What you want? Loot. People, I got it. Loot. Some tax money. Loot. So you can spend it. Loot. Check your mail for a little rebate Uh, when you get home. Spend all of it. Hey, people. Spend all of it. Buy an iPhone. Spend all of it. Buy two. Spend all of it. Tell you what. This recession. Loot. Don't worry about it, honey. Loot, I'm giving you loot. Some spending money. Loot. All I want you to do for me is to spend every last wee, dime of it. Wee, wee, yeah, wee, people, a big shopping spree. Stackable all of it. washer and dryer. Spend all of it. R E B A T E Pump up this economy R E B A T E Go buy a Plasma TV, oh, a little rebate. Yeah, people your tax rebate. Spend all of it. Don't get tired. of it. Keep on buying. Spend of it. Just don't put it in the bank. Keep on buying. Spend all of it. Re-re- re
1: 1133, 27 till noon at 560 WQ. I'm going to change in the poll. Okay. I just sent Eric an interim poll. Well, first of all, I hate this I hate, yes. I hate this one that we got on there now. This Charlie B piece of turd. This butt licking. Nuts just lick Neil's ass. Oh, I sure wish I had your money. I sure wish I looked like you. I sure wish I was fat and diabetic like you. I sure wish I was 66 years old and going to be dead soon like you. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. Get a life, Charlie. You know, when we saw him that day at um, Gulfstream. Yes. yes. At that point, we should have said, oh, danger beware.
7: <laughs> I'm telling Come you, on now. He's bizarre. He wants to wear your skin.
1: Well, screw him.
7: I think that's not me. No.
1: Okay. Here's the interim poll. I just I just emailed. I just faxed it to um, Eric. That was up 300 points. Oh, hey, look at this. Jorge says, Bubba's a huge fan of yours. He mentions you all the time as one of the best in the business. It'll be great to hear him in Miami. Love you, Neil. Jorge. Well, that's great. Just like Jim Phillips in Orlando, always talking about Neil. Oh, Neil, great. And just like those uh, guys in Palm Beach. Who cares? Who cares? Jesus, God. All the ass-sucking all the time. Oh, you're so wonderful, Neil. You're so great. Oh, kissy, kissy, kissy. Like that, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. That is so freaking boring. Oh, Bubba's a big fan of yours. Well, good. Good for him. I'm not a fan of his because I never heard the show. I'm only a fan of his because he's in the business. And anybody, any of the talent in the business, even the bad ones, deserve to squeeze as much money as they can out of these (laughs) grave-robbing bastards. Okay, here's the interim poll, okay? Just to prove my point. And the reason I'm doing this, here's another one from Kiss. It says, I agree with a previous emailer. The Eisner Mickey bits also turn me off. How do you like that? New, a new kick they got today because wow. their team lost a game, I'm sure, yesterday. All of a sudden, they're on a new kick today. So here's the new poll. What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? I love them. They're okay. I hate them. Or WTF? Doesn't that cover all the ground? Sounds right to me. I love them. They're okay. I hate them. WTF on the Mickey Eisner bits. Eric, I'm sure we'll get that up momentarily because I just faxed it to him. He's in the his in, in his little window, isn't he? Yes. Because that would be really bad if Eric were, like, out of the Parliament House screwing around or something today. That would be really, really bad. They hate the Mickey Eisner bits. You know, the interesting part of it is there was a long period of time when there weren't any new ones coming in. They weren't making any new ones. Oh, when when are we going to hear some more Mickey and Eisner? Remember that? All the time. All the time. Then we get new Mickey and Eisner. Oh, we hate those. They're too long and they're ponderous. Oh,
7: I think they're funny as hell. I think they're just fine, but everywhere I go, people love them. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll find out. We're going to get that new poll up there. You'll see. Eric will have it on there in four shakes of a lamb's tail. Let's see. pull switch. There. No, I got, he's got the one. Oh. See, I sent him the one for tomorrow, and he's already got that one up there. So I guess I've complicated. I'm sorry, Eric. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So how are we going to do this?
7: We'll wait. He'll get it uh, switched. He'll get it s- squared away. He'll re swish it.
1: And what does that mean, squared away? Not uh, stupid I don't know. expression? Squared away. Well, you old timers with all these sayings, you're supposed to. Oh, yeah. We, we invented all the. That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. Long before I was ever born. Oh, here's one. This is uh, kind of cute. I finally saw what Chris looks like. I saw him in Georgia at the new gay bar, Foreskins, in North Miami off Ives Derry Road. George looked ridiculous in leather chaps, and Chris was just bulging out of his leather vest. I snapped a photo with my cell phone. Hopefully, he'll post it on NeilRogers.com. Yeah, let's see the photo. Send it along, Grubber Tachas, whatever your name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grubba rhymes with Bubba. Grubber Tuchus. Mr. Radio says, subject, fake Tom Jicka. I'm not the fake Tom Jicka. Who cares about Bubba to Love Sponge except for the yahoos in Tampa? Leave me alone. I'm still licking my wounds from the performance of the Canes and Dolphins this weekend. We all know you aren't going to Sirius unless you wanted to work pro bono. We're stuck with WQM for the next five years. Says Mr. Radio. An annoying, chronic, compulsive groupie. Oh, the radio groupies. Line them up. Speaking of that, here's Tim. Who claims to be a groupie. Says, it's been a long time since... Oh, Tim Potts. Remember him? Yep. Long time since I've bothered you. Thank God. No wonder I've been feeling so good. I've been too busy at work to listen for the last four years, but I've been trying to listen for the last few days. I've missed the voice of reason, the man who called... Oh, Moore, oh the Michael Moore of the airwaves. Oh! And he goes on about Michael Moore is so great, and yada, yada. You're chronic, Tim. Go away. Go away, Tim. Not not one of these days. Go away now. Go away soon. Boy, I got some long ones here, too. Some leftovers from last week. Sirius is still 16 cents, by the way. Ooh, bye. bye. Oh, yeah, I got a whole bunch of stuff from last week, and that being because I was out sick on Thursday. And, of course, this week, Thursday, we got Thanksgiving. And I won't be here on Friday, either.
7: Did you tell them that yet? I uh, sent off a mass uh, email. Yeah. Well, why not? Because I've I, I got stuff to do. You don't want to.
1: That's right. I don't want to. The Dow's up 306 points. 308. The fake Rick Riley says, Twice in two days? Seems like old times. Well, with the markets in the toilet, I find myself needing a hobby. I just can't bang my drum all day. Don't get me wrong. Ferrets are great, but I need some outside contact. And your show provides me valuable conduit to the real world. Remember the almond baskets from the grocery, Max? Good times. Who says you can't live in the past? Ciao, Rick Riley. I don't remember the almond baskets from the uh,
7: Rosary Max. Do you? Yep. You do? Yep. Well, how did you get that? Did they bring food in? They brought stuff in uh, every once in a while, and I would hop it up, of course.
1: Like I said to Matt Castle after the game yesterday, a tisket, a tasket. I would sure love to uh, squeeze your basket. I don't. I don't think I ever got. I know that was one of their longtime sponsors. Are they still in business, Rosary Max? Do we know? I don't know. Maybe we ought to look them up. You know, we ought to look somebody up because we sure ain't got no spots on this show. I'll tell you that. Nothing. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. Zippity. And it goes to show you that when they don't even mention your name in the sales meetings or or the uh, promotions meetings, that somebody ought to be suing their ass starting in January. We'll see. We'll see how things go in January. Because if I sit down on a Monday morning in January and I look at a program log like this, somebody's going to get really pissed off. And you know who that's going to be? Me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what kind of an operation is when your highest-rated show, nobody is allowed in the sales meeting or promotion meeting to mention the show? Me, you, Fat Chris, anybody that even, like, rubs elbows. And, of course, there's our good friend, the promotion director, Flea. He's our, good, he's our friend. I'm your friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe Bell's friend. And the fact that he's Joe Bell's friend, that tells me all I need to know. Here's one from Joe and Carol Springs. I went to Albion College in 62 and 63. They are the Britons, purple and gold. I remember WALM and WIBM in Jackson, the, and the great Win Schuler's in Marshall. How about some bar cheese? An old listener, Joe Crossman. Thank you, Joe. Albion College. I broadcast their ba- basketball and football games on WALM, Albion, Michigan. And I told you the story. Durwood Karn, the big fat program director, the old guy. Yeah. We used to do the news at noon, and one day he came running down. He was up taking a dump. And he heard the sounder, the opener for the news. He came waddling down, his, almost broke his neck, almost fell. And with his pulling his pants up, Derwood Carn, old, balding guy, nice guy, great deep voice. I'm Derwood Carn. But you know something? When you, see, I was starting out in the business, 1965, in Albion, Michigan. But when you're in the late stages of your business, of your career, and you're working in Albion, Michigan, something didn't go right. You know what I mean? Name. He took Go a wrong category. turn somewhere. W-A-L-M, Albion, Michigan. The fourth
8: league.
14: I'm Chris Matthews. Welcome to Hotball on MSNBC. I got so much spittle around my food hole I could water the grass. Quite possibly it's from all those years of working for Tip O'Neill crazy the other possible reason my saliva glands are all out of whack may possibly be because i drink scotch from a dog's bowl probably from too many years of working for tip o'neill being told i wasn't good enough smart enough or skinny enough plus i got dill weeds like bill o'reilly taking shots at me every night i probably one of the world's greatest minds you don't mind wearing a sneeze shield the reason i don't let people finish their answers is because i can't hear what they're saying my ears are not even hooked up The constant swishing of saliva in my mouth sounds like the ocean. The only time I truly feel comfortable is when we take hardball out on the road on MSNBC. That way I can try to convince co-eds to come back to my hotel room. That is, before they realize in order to kiss me and get close to my mouth, they have to be wearing a mask and a snorkel. Many people don't realize John McCain suffered from the same malady, but he had his saliva glands burned closed. Obama didn't. Just one of the many varied and stunning differences we like to point out here on MSNBC. Here's one more important fact you should realize before you go to the voting booth. They have different hair color. I'm Chris Matthews playing hardball on MSNBC. Okay,
1: 1146, 14 to noon at QAM now. I just got an email about the Mickey Bits. How do you like that? All right. All right. Before I read the poll, the new poll is up, by the way, the interim poll. So far, they love them. I've never heard anybody a diss the Mickey Bits before. Have you ever? No. No. Not oh, really. they're too long, and they're ponderous, and they, uh, I'm offended by them? Uh, yeah, right. Get a friggin' life. Probably Joe Bell sending it in, you know. Here's one from Azel. What kind of a name is that? I don't know. Uh, it says, today's the first time I ever sat down listening to your show. Now that I'm out of work, I have plenty of time in the mornings. So today was also the first time I heard the Eisner Mickey bits and nearly fell out of my chair laughing at the one you played. Honestly, can't wait to hear more of them. The only people who might be upset at your parody of Disney are those who grew up with Mickey and Company before they became the trillion-dollar company they are now, who actually know Remus is in the background, and the Bluebirds actually are. What? Kids and young adults of today rarely know of such characters from the early Disney days. And think cartoons with big anime eyeballs and animals throwing lightning are the cat's hind end of the entertainment world. You can say ass on this show. I have no idea what this letter is supposed to mean other than to show my support and enjoyment of your Disney parodies. Thank you, says Ozell. Oh, thanks, Ozzy. Let's take a look at how uh, Mickey is faring and Eisner on that poll. 28 votes on the new poll. It's up there. Like I said, 35 votes. What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? I love them, 23. They're okay, 5. I hate them, 4. And WTF, 3. Sixty two thirds love them. Here's an, an email about it from Lissette. She says, Hey Neil, please keep playing the Mickey Eisner bits. They're the funniest thing I've ever heard. They make me laugh out loud, especially when Mickey is laughing at the end. By the way, I'm a Canes and Dolphins fan. Upset by both the performances. Our defense couldn't stop the Pats, which is why we lost. When we play like crap, we aren't going to win. Well, maybe your team is really crap. Maybe that six and four was a fantasy. You know. The fact that they just squeaked by Oakland. I see Oakland beat Denver yesterday. What did I tell you about Denver, Chris? Bad team. Bad. Bad. Oh, there are so many bad teams in this NFL. Yes, sir. Bad teams. Really, really bad. How about the Lions? They jumped out to a 17-0 lead against Tampa, and Tampa scored like 38 points in a row. The Lions.
0: Detroit. They suck. Yeah, I thought they might have actually gotten their first win yesterday, but oh anyway. no nope.
1: Congrats to you and the passes they played to win. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you that Castle is hot. What's not to agree, Lissette? He's so hot, if you touch him, your finger would burn off. And I'd like to give it a shot. I couldn't keep my eyes off him during the game. I think that Dierdorf has a bigger crush on Castle than you do because he didn't stop praising him the whole game. I still think Tom Brady's hotter than Castle. No chance. Keep up the great work. Have a great Thanksgiving. And you too, Lissette. No, if we could put Tom Brady's head on Matt Castle's body, then you got something. Wow! Then you got something. You know, you got. Did you still uh, not watch that movie? I keep threatening to send it to you. Which one? The thing with two heads. Ray th- and Rosie Greer.
7: The thing with two heads. Yeah. You, you you told me that you might have seen it. I thought we were talking about the midget one.
1: No, no, that, that that's that's the oh. another
7: one. No, I still haven't seen the thing with two heads. You haven't seen the midget one. I have seen the midget one. The, uh, the, the, puppet, the the puppet master, the attack or of the purple people, puppet people people eater, the purple people eater, yeah, puppet with Shep Woolley.
1: I don't want to get that guy upset now with too much Mickey Mouse, you know. Yeah, that's right.
8: Me <laughs> me.
1: Probably Wayne sent that email. Jay Font correction for oh this is a fan. Remember a fan? Oh yeah. At the risk of being labeled a chronic, I emailed you back to clear a few things before you go and win your millions. And never come back on the year. I'm not who you think. I live in Miami. I'm taking my lunch, and I'll be heading back out now to fix more phone lines. You probably don't remember this, but back in the day, I gave you a Fantasiella cigar from my dad, from my dad's factory. Too bad you don't smoke cigars anymore. No, it's a good thing I don't smoke cigars anymore, because otherwise I'd be dade. Anyways, I'm a middle-aged guy who works for the phone company, just trying to get by in today's economy. The fact that I'm a fan doesn't mean I want to call you out on.
7: On what? Out on it. Out on the carpet.
1: I don't know. Out on a date. Oh. Hope you win millions. Best of luck, pal. Signed, nobody. From A-Fan. That was the third in a series of A-Fan. Dan from Maryland, by the way, has gone away. He threatens. all the way. he keeps coming back. He keeps threatening to go away, and he comes back, just like all of them. Oh, we're never going to listen to you again, you son of a bitch. And all of a sudden, a couple weeks later, there they are again. In your blocked category. Okay, this one is from somebody. Big Dave. I purchased Sirius Radio two years ago because I love talk radio. And for a time, I held Stern up on a pedestal. Compared to others, I thought Stern was head and shoulders above the rest. Boy, was I wrong. His show lacks humor, thought, and relies solely on cursing and discussing performing deviant sex acts on young women, most notably porn stars. He's very homophobic, and his fat sidekick, Artie, shares many of his views while failing to contribute anything to a comatose radio program. The most interesting part of the show is when Robin says, ready for the news, Robin. Anything else, Robin? Robin. The fact remains you do your show all alone without a Robin or a big fat Artie Lang. That's right, just with George and big fat Chris. If Howard makes 50 million a year, you should be worth two or three times that. I've been a loyal listener of yours for 23 years, will continue until I die. As for Howard and Sirius, my subscription will be canceled, and I advise all the morons who are in denial about Howard's talent to dump their Sirius boombox and allegiance to a no-talent fraud like Howard's sperm. Also, have you seen Tony Cigaretto's ears lately? They cover the entire side of his head. Is he aware of this? Perhaps you can send him an email telling him to get off the ear and go sniff Dan Marino's jockstrap. Well, how, could, how could he get anywhere near Danny's jockstrap when there's so many like Joe Rose and all the guys on this station? There's a long line of guys with their head in Danny's crotch. Lastly, the only thing more silly and moronic than listening to Jimmy Syphilis is this awful and horrific Joe Zagaki calling hurricane games Kimba Boat also blows, and Drew Rosenhaus-Schwartzstein is an embarrassing, money-sucking ass sucker who would bury his nose and tongue up his illiterate NFL star client's rectums if it meant his 3% commission was contingent upon it. Have a joyous holiday. You too, Big Dave. How do you like that? There are some good emails from last week. It's a good thing there's not much coming in today, so it gives me time to catch up on these. Catch up. Catch up on emails. Ketchup's loaded with hidden sugar, man.
7: Right. I didn't think it was that hidden.
1: Well... Most people don't think of it when they think, when you think, like when you go to Mickey D's. And I tell you, I do the Atkins thing. I get my, for example, the double cheeseburgers, which I love, and I remove the bun and I eat them with my fingers. But the ketchup is on there, and the ketchup is where the carbs are. And that's where the sugar is. Ketchup. Although I like ketchup. Do you know anybody who doesn't like ketchup? Nope. nope. You like ketchup, so? Yep. yep. See? Nobody don't like ketchup. J.B. says the Eisner bits are among the most consistently funny bits you play. Keep it up. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Joshua. Thanks, J.B. The runaway bride. Everything else is just, eh, uh, okay. Keep on doing what you're doing, and, and thank God it stopped snowing. Oh, there's Adam. Well, Adam probably never heard the show when we could play funny stuff, dirty stuff. Adam over in the Kitchener-Waterloo. It's not snowing here, Adam. It's going a little bit later on, not too much. Probably too snowy to uh, head out to Woodbine. You know, I don't want to get caught there with snow and ice. I don't. I don't mind the snow, but I don't like the black ice. Does that make me a racist? Because I don't like black. I don't like white ice either. Nope. nope. Do you ever drive on black ice? Probably yep. not. Yep. You did? Yep. In like Montana, maybe. Yep. Nasty. You don't yep. see it, and all of a sudden you see cars like
7: sliding yeah. and swerving. Ah. Yeah, like that. Off the road you go.
1: If there was a God, there wouldn't be such a thing as black ice. Let me tell you that right now. Am I
7: right? You bet. Yeah. If there was a God... Well, maybe God's a bastard. You ever think about well, that? Well, we
1: know that. Look at all the diseases he invented, and all those nasty creatures and serpents and little, oh, mosquitoes and snakes and stuff. And chronic callers and chronic emailers and chronic uh, a-holes like that. And Jimmy Syphilis, too. That should prove you right now that there's no such thing as God, that Jimmy Syphilis is uh, crawling around. I guess I'm the only one that heard the last two minutes of yesterday's game. I guess by that time everybody else bailed out. Boy, they were pouring out of the. Did you see when they started pouring out? Yep. yep. And of course, the way the game had gone back and forth, I wasn't comfortable till like you know about two minutes left in a game. Why? What do you mean why? Because the, the Patriots kept going ahead, and they blow the lead every time, every single time. Like I said, when it became 31-21... They were Patriots, ten points, it and it over. was
0: thirty-one to a twenty-one. And I and said then, this like... game's over. What? I said this game's over right when that, that happened. 31-21. Well, what about yep. when it went to 31-28 about 10 seconds later? It didn't matter. The Patriots going to get the ball back. They scored 8 out of 9 times. 8 out of 11 times. Yeah. Two of those were turnovers. So they basically scored 8 out of 9 times yesterday. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you see Randy Moss with that funky outfit after the game in that no. interview? He had like a do-rag on and he had headphones and just a, whole, just a whole bunch of crap. Three touchdown passes. Nice going, baby. And, of course, Matt Castle, let me tell you. He is a man. You know what I mean by that? No. A real man, and I believe probably with like a real penis. 80 votes on the poll. What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? I love them, 56. That's our motto here on Q56. I love them, 56. I hate them, 11. They're okay. 10, and WTF, 3.
3: The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader
2: the biggest names, the best talents. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Miami Fort Lauderdale. I am
8: Frau Ileana Ross Leidman and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from juice and listening to the Neil a Munista hour.
11: Hello, Mason, resident Sean Mason speaking. Hello? 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 Hello. Jennifer? (laughs) What the hell's the matter, honey? I've been
4: kidnapped.
11: (laughs) Are you crying? You sound like you're crying.
4: I've been kidnapped by aliens.
11: Been kidnapped again? Yes,
4: by aliens.
11: You've been kidnapped by aliens. <laughs> Where they done took you?
10: Albuquerque.
11: Albuquerque.
10: Yes.
11: Is that in America? Yes. Where is it?
10: In New Mexico.
11: Where? New Mexico. Albuquerque is. Yeah. I it was in Georgia. No, no, New Mexico. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe you, honey. You don't have to lie to me.
4: No, I want to get married. I really do. It's just that I was kidnapped by aliens. Oh,
11: they, I believe you, honey.
4: They've got short hair.
11: they got short hair? Yes. Who does?
4: But the aliens have short
11: hair. When you say short hair, you mean like Ryan Seacrest short?
4: A little longer than that. <laughs>
11: a little longer like Fabio?
4: Different than the hair. All
11: right, honey, don't yell at me. I believe you. Where are you? Can I pick you up? I'm at a 7-Eleven. <laughs> 7-Eleven? Yes. Can you get me a Slurpee? What? Slurpee? What? A Slurpee? What? Like I- a blueberry one. What?
4: I just been kidnapped. I can't get you a slurpee.
11: All right, I'll get it myself.
4: <laughs>
11: You've really been kidnapped, honey?
4: Yes, my aliens in a blue van.
11: Aliens drive a blue van?
4: Yes.
11: Like a Chevy van?
4: No.
11: Is it a Ford? No. What kind of van is it?
4: <laughs> what kind of van is it? <laughs> yeah.
11: Did they do anything to you? Did they probe you? No. Poke you? No. Pride you? No. Make love to you?
4: No, you idiot! I'm not coming home. I'm staying at the 7-Eleven.
11: You don't want to marry me, do you? No. What?
15: No, I don't.
11: But I forgive you. I don't care. You can come home. I'm done. Come home. I'm done with you. I miss you. Bye-bye. I love you. Take care. I love you. (laughs) I love you. Bye.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the last ten seconds of that are the best part, and then it ends. Hundred and seven votes on this interim poll here on uh, the Mickey Eisner bits, which that one Ocean Provocateur uh, seemed to start like a real contretemps here, whatever the hell that means. What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? Oh, there's that bald-headed queen. Ali Felching on CNN. Well, the Dow's up 325. He looks really serious. Have an actual
13: experience? He's yes. a lot a lot of experience going through Get crack- yeah, Chris
1: Matthews in there, too. Okay, neither one will be able to say a word. 107 votes. Mickey Eisner I love him. 77. 72% love him. Love you. Hate them, 13. I don't believe that. that. That That's just people piling on, you know? Just wise guys. They're okay, 13. Do you hear that drilling again? No. no.
0: You can't hear it? Nope. nope. How about you, Tubby? Barely maybe. I don't really hear it. I heard a lot easier before. Uh,
1: uh hate them 13. They're okay 13 and WTF 4 out of 107. We going to take any calls today or what? It's Thanksgiving week. What do you think? Take some. Look, look, look right now. <laughs> well, why would they be ringing now? I don't they take do. any calls most of the time. Once in a great while, I get the uh, feeling, you know, generous and and, and dangerous, daring, stupid, yeah, foolish, idiotic jerk. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Let's see what they got during Thanksgiving week, especially after that ball game yesterday. They're they're really uh, pretty PO'd and upset. I see the Canes basketball team also lost to UConn yesterday, too. You yep. see that, fat Chris? Yep. Boy, losing seems to be like a way of life in South Florida. WQAM, hello.
11: That was a horrible skit you just played. Now and you laughed. It stunk.
1: Yeah. Sorry,
11: I didn't like it. It was no good. Make something better, huh? I'm trying to listen and eat Taco Bell here. <coughs> <coughs> that, was, that, was better. that was better.
1: Okay. Yeah, now, now that's going to be the new thing. They're going to be rating the bits. Oh, I don't like that one. Price something else. Let's see if you got something else funny, okay? <laughs> Moron. WQAM. Hello.
11: Hello. Yes. You know they had a policeman killed in Hollywood this weekend here, but I can't believe why. He took going after a speeder. Why was he going so fast to crept into a tree?
7: Yeah.
4: I mean. And to catch a speed, why, why would you risk going are you, to are,
1: accident? are you from New York? Are you from New York? Originally from Rhode Island. Yeah. From Rhode Island? Yeah. Or Long Island? Wrong Island. Yeah, wrong wrong, that's it, Wrong <laughs> Island. <laughs> Excellent. He's from the Wrong Island, baby. Oh, my God. Who's he kidding? He's from Rhode Island, yeah. You know, there's nobody from Rhode Island. You didn't know that, did right.
7: you? Right. We were talking about that. Never met anyone from Rhode Island.
1: Not in my life. I, I mean, why would anybody care? It's like Delaware, you know. Oh, at least Delaware had like brandy wine. they got Dover Downs in Delaware.
7: Maybe they it's such Eddie's, a nice place that nobody ever leaves. Eddie Davis and Eddie
1: them. Davis Jr. And they got uh, all those that goyim. WQAM, hello. Hi. I'm Brandon friend? Gibbons. WQAM, hello. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Go back to New York, okay? Go back to New York. Just like that jerk that called me uh, a few days ago. Rangers! Rangers! Yeah, how about the Rangers now? They lose every day, and all of a sudden the Bruins are in first in the division and winning every stinking day, and it makes me sick. Rangers! Rangers! There's something about New York, man. It's just a stench. uh, Oh, not that there aren't a lot of nice people from New York, but most of them stayed there, you know? The losers, the, the miscreants, do, 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 do. they got tossed out and warned never to come back. I didn't hear him doing any game on the radio yesterday. Of course, I wasn't listening to the radio, but nevertheless, sometimes the audio in the background of some like, cable channels, he's got like radio football audio. You know what I mean, uh, Fatso? Yeah, well, Like the week before he was doing nothing could be finer than to beat up Carolina, something like that. The molemeister, baby, he always resurfaces no matter how many times he gets canned, no matter how many people he pisses off, which is everybody who comes within his path. He always bounces back. Mach 11. WQAM, hello.
11: Hey, I'm calling about the free Corvette. I beg your pardon? I'm calling about the free
16: Corvette.
1: WQAM, hello.
16: Hello? Hello? Yeah, I know you're not allowed to play certain. Bit, so. Yeah,
1: like you. WQAM, hello. Neil, yeah. why is it that everyone who disagrees
15: with you or thinks that a bitch
1: Oh, is, is this that funny? old fart again? Haven't you died yet? Yo, didn't you die over the weekend you, for you crying out loud? Mar- didn't, you get, didn't you get the message, it's time for you to take a dirt nap? Yo, who needs to take a dirt nap? You need to take a dirt nap, okay, you old fossil you, you pathetic. You're what's wrong with South Florida. If they'd come and scrape your ass off the highway, then things would get a lot better. People would put a big smile on their puss.
8: Everybody
1: disagreed with you. What was wrong with that email? You pathetic alter-cocker, you You're tragic. Go read your neighbor's mail and get out of our face. Do something constructive. Go play in traffic at Cemetery Village. They go real slow. Oh, speaking of slow... I'm telling you, man. There are in, in Toronto. There are three speeds of driving. There is slow, much slower, and reverse. I mean, I have really? never seen so many people drive so slow. And if it was just me, I'd say, "Well, I'm impatient." I'm this. My cab guy just goes, "Apshmit, Schmidt. Ape Schmidt.
7: That's goes funny. nuts. Over what? in uh, British Columbia, there are old ladies were passing us like we were standing still when we'd uh, when we Canadian.
1: Here, the word is slow. They drive slow. They walk slow. Everything is slow. How's it going, eh? WQAM, hello.
15: Mister Rogers, please.
1: Yes, sir. Speaking.
15: Yes. Uh, I heard your trend was coming out, and I, I, I'm the one the call about three, four months. Yeah, ago. you're the
1: one that calls every day, sixty times. Yeah.
16: No, no, no.
15: Reverend,
1: Reverend Schmutz. Yes, yes. I just want
16: to. Yes, exaggerate. yes, yes. I think the emails are a good thing.
1: Well, good. Then let's stick to them. WQAM, hello.
16: Now Usually you pick up the boyfriend
2: right after
1: I call. Yeah, that's right, just like now. Because the two of them are together. Well, okay, that, that was the experiment with the phone. That was George's idea, by the way. Take some calls so we can talk to that's right. Reverend Jones and the boyfriend. That's right. Don't forget 40 him. 40 or 50 times. No, we didn't get them, though. We didn't get keep them. Oh, oh, just oh, wait. Here's, did you see my buddy Hank on ESPN yesterday where it's the fake Tom Jekka? Yes, I did. It was as big as an apartment complex. Huge. Gigantic. Artie Lefkowitz thinks he's the atheist in Sebring. Not funny, Artie. Very, very weak. Weak and grotesque. Don't know if you got this yet, says Ken. Still uh, listening to you and George. Ken from Etobicoke. Love Sponge comes to South Florida Radio. Posted by Tom Jicka. The real Tom Jicka. How do you like that? Oh, my God. Can this be for real? I know it is because it's from a real person here in uh, Etobicoke. Who is the one person that enabled me to vote in the election, by the way. Thanks a lot again, Ken. You're a good guy. I'll, I'll read it. I'm printing it out. Danny Williams says, You just played the alien abduction, but in tears of laughter have just cleared. Hilarious. Thanks for the morning laughter. Keep it up. Dan 050. How do you like that? Cook em, Dan-o. The Dow's up about 300 points. Obama picks former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers as National Economic Council Director. There's Barack. There's your president.
11: ...economic philosophy, and will be the... What a minch.
1: What a minch as compared, to what, as compared to anything, but especially what we got now. Tom Jicker writes, Bubba Love Sponge, whose raunchy act got him run off mainstream radio to satellite, is back on broadcast radio, will soon be heard in Miami-Fort Lauderdale for the first time. WHDR-FM 93 Rocks will air the toned-down Bubba from 6 to 10 a.m. starting January 5. Toned-down. You see that? That's the problem That's with right. the rest of your radio, man. We're all toned-down. Radio groupies have lit up the web with speculation that Neil Rogers might move to satellite to replace Bubba. Not going to happen, according to Neil, who isn't high on long-term prospects for the money-hemorrhaging satellite. That would be like jumping aboard the Titanic, Rogers said on his WQM program Monday morning. Besides, Neil has a new five-year contract, which would probably be difficult to break. Oh, yeah. If I said, hey, guess what, Joe, I'm leaving January 1, Joe would say, hey, we'll pack you two salami sandwiches.
3: Don't have somebody in you, you need Roger, Sport radio five sixty will find fourth Leader. The biggest names, the best talent. It's the Mad Dog Jim Mandich afternoons, All forty-seven right. Sports Radio five sixty QAM, the sports, sports. sports. leader.
8: Floridians, dumb as dirt. Counting down the hits with Casey
10: Kasem. Hi,
12: I'm Casey Kasem. Welcome back to our countdown of this week's top twenty ringtones. We're up to our number one ringtone of the week. But first, our unlimited coast-to-coast, long-distance request and dedication. It's from Jessica S. She writes, Dear Casey, Recently, my sister was caught lip-syncing on national TV. At first, she blamed her band. And then, she blamed her ass's reflux. Whatever that is. Anyway, Casey, since everyone thinks I'm the stupid one in the family, could you play Green Day's American Idiot for my sister Ashley? Signed. Jessica. So, from Jessica to Ashley, here's your unlimited coast-to-coast, long-distance request and dedication. That's American Idiot from Jessica to Ashley. Now, on with a countdown.
10: Casey's Coast to Coast.
12: But first, let's recap our top 3 ringtones.
8: Number 3.
12: Coming in at number 3, Rondo alla Turca by Mozart.
10: Number 2.
12: At number 2, that tune that sounds like Heart and Soul, but is it? And now, this week's number 1 ringtone.
10: Number 1.
12: For the third week in a row, waltz of the flowers there you have it the top 20 ringtones in America as tabulated by phone bill board magazine tune in again next week when we'll once again count down America's top 20 ringtones I'm Casey Kasem saying keep your volume turned up and keep reaching for four bars
1: 1218 at 560 WQAM. Happy Monday to you. Well, thank Coming you. up on what? I said thanks. You're welcome. What about you, Fatso?
0: Uh, thank you, I guess.
1: Now, I hope you don't overdo it on Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving is one of the most dangerous days for fat people.
0: I actually usually don't, sir. So. You don't what? Overdo it. I do. I do. Do you underdo it? Yeah. You do do it? That's later.
1: Boy, I can just only imagine the amount of cranberries and stuffing and turkey Ugh, cranberries. and gravy. Ugh.
0: You don't like cranberries? No. Nah. And uh, the pregame today will start at 545. I don't care. Well, I was just putting it out there for everybody who's interested. I don't care, and neither does anybody else. Hey, there might be two people listening. Let to me say it too.
1: again. I don't care. Does George care? About what? And nobody else does either. So you can give me a song and a dance because they've been manipulating your ass to say this and say that. Don't, don't even mention it, okay?
7: No problem. How did you know that's how they
1: made him talk? They manipulate his ass. Allison comes in and grabs all the one cheek. Lee comes in and grabs the other one. No. And then Jolly Joe comes in. I don't want to say not after that. Oh, yeah.
0: Definitely not.
1: Yeah. Talk about the old, you know how they do the wishbone, the turkey wishbone. Oh, my God. Yeah. They just pull apart those cheeks, and then Jolly Joe gets that anxious look on his face. You know, like a dog salivating at a bone. Johnny says, simple note, I like Eisner bits the best. Thanks, Johnny. How do you like that? All right. Johnny at least wasn't affected by all these stupid-ass football games. All these people are so sour today. God. I mean, usually, you know, just on an ordinary day, they're pretty sour. But today, extra sour. How would you like your drink? Extra sour. 150 votes on the Mickey poll. What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? I love them 100. They're okay? 23. I hate them. Only 17. WTF10. What the F10? Out of 150 vote. Now, now, should we leave that on there till 2, or should we, like, Schmidt can it? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, what does that mean?
7: Loyal. Well, well,
1: I know what it means, and I don't like it. Whatever. Fat Chris just told me "f you." Say what? That's exactly what "whatever" means. Okay, I may be an old codger, but I know what that means. When you tell somebody
0: "whatever," that means "f you." No. No. Yeah. You're imagining things. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Mm Mm-hmm. I was saying it doesn't matter. You know, if we want to leave it up there, that's cool. If we don't, you know what? It matters about as much
1: as the fact that the. Kane's pregame show from the Virgin Islands starts at
0: 5:45. Nobody gives a rat's ass, okay? Nobody cares. Joe was uh, complaining about uh, Josh about that this this morning. What are you What are you talking about? Joe was saying how uh, bad it was that Josh was down there bringing his girlfriend down there for supposed work and everything. So you know, it was pretty funny. Joe Z was saying that. No, Rose. Oh, Joe
1: Rose was saying that. When yeah. you said
0: Joe. I kept thinking about
1: Joe's the guy.
16: He sucks. Okay. That.
1: Well, what does Joe Rose got to do with it? He he was part of that horrible broadcast yesterday. The worst, the worst two minutes of pro football broadcast in history, by by far. I would rather hear Phil Simms ramble on for five hours than hear that last two minutes. And I hate Phil Simms like poison. On the sideline, it's on the sideline. He is he's just nauseating. Nauseating. The sideline with that phony cornpone Southern accent—is it phony or is it real? Do you think? Probably real. Oh, he is. Why is it that the people who are the most repulsive of them all—they put them on there on Sunday every week? Shannon Sharp, Shannon not so sharp. They had a guy doing a color on the Browns Houston game who was so inarticulate—he was illiterate. He was down right a letter. I have no idea who did the game. Maybe somebody will know.
0: What do you think about Tony Siragusa?
1: Oh my, he sounds like Zach. <laughs> he I kept thinking Zach Krantz is doing the game.
0: He was on the sideline like uh, he, he's on the field. No, the, no, no, no,
1: the sideline.
0: Yeah. yeah. Get it and, right. the uh, sideline. But he's on the field and he has a telestrator down there. And like they always show him and they always have to like show him in the picture for some reason. Like, oh you know, my they'll show God. the play he may, he makes and you see look him look like in like the, the end zone. It's like, dude, why are you showing this? He makes you path? look like Minnie mouse.
1: <laughs> First-time emailer, long-time listener, Eisner Bits are the best thing you've done, says Pico26. About 30, I, I, best thing I've done. Think so? i done them. I do all the voices on those, That's two, right. by the way. It's all talented. the bits.
7: Mm-hmm. People don't
1: know. Now is only up 211. I was up over 300. Don't start making a slide now. Some people are going to get really nervous. Don't start. so oh, 209. Woo! Paul in the queue says an open-ended response to the Mickey poll would like to hear more of the o- other older ones besides Brooklyn and the practice, like "pooped yourself" and "my shellac am shot." That's a good one. Now, what what, what is that uh, called? Listen, I don't know. We're just gonna have to play them all. Not, nah, but I don't have them in here.
7: You got them somewhere? I my got some. shellac am shot. I, I don't got... know which one that is.
1: Eisner. I got that. Yeah. But I, I don't, I've only got a couple Mickey in the uh, DCS. That's what I get for not putting bits in the olive man area?
7: Right. I got like three of them. My shellac aim
1: shot. Yeah, that's what I got. No, I got uh, more than that.
7: I got number one, five, and six, and don't ask me why that particular order, but I got a feeling some got blitzed out of here.
1: Well, let's see what this one is Memo. Michael Eisner.
4: Two rings, Eisner. It took you two rings to answer. What? are you doing over there?
15: Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I just couldn't reach the phone. Oh, I couldn't enough. reach
4: the vault. One ring, Eisner. We've been over this. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Get on the ball over there. What are you all hung over out with your mighty dicks? Who, sir? The hockey kids. Oh, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Oh, what a successful story uh, that's been. whatever. Sell it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure we can play that one anymore, you know. Can't say mighty. How about Mighty Mouse? Maybe we ought to do a mouse pull. Who's your favorite mouse? Mighty Mouse or Mickey Mouse? All right. All right. Any other Meese? Ed Meese. That was only up 197. Now it's sliding. It's backsliding. Let's see how that Sirius is doing. It was down to like 15 cent. It got up to 17. Then it went back to 16. And then it went to 15. And now it's 15. It opened at 14. So it's really making a big move. It's up to 15 cent. Anybody want to buy any Sirius? No. What
7: do you think of that article? I thought it was uh, right on mm-hmm. spot on,
1: yeah, spot on, and it wasn't just some goofballs opinion, somebody out on the street you know was somebody who like writes about radio and TV and music and stuff, somebody who's got some expertise, he said, forget about it, there are billions of dead, so everybody out there who wants to keep serious on, go out there and get everybody to subscribe now. Before that the end name. of the day.
3: The best talent. Do it. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560
7: QAM. The sports leader. Yeah, the sports leader. Yeah. M-O-N. What happened at Tummy?
1: T-A-Y.
8: Oh. S-U-C-K-S.
15: <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse office. The- Mr. Mouse? No. <laughs> uh, Who's it? It's Michael Eisner.
4: Bemis!
15: Michael Eisner. <laughs> Hold on a second. Why are you doing
4: answering my phone, no, Sorry, boss. It's Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond.
15: What do you want? It's it's Michael Eisner, sir. It's not
4: Donny Osmond. It's Michael Eisner, the post President. <laughs> oh boy, Eisner. Good morning, sir. How are I'm you? I'm almost done with you, pal. Sir? I was looking at the ratings for this nightmare you had us going through. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. What a
15: smashing success, sir.
4: What? It that was, thing was in the toilet.
15: It was unbelievable. If you break down the demographics. Uh, you know
4: what, Eisner? Save it. I'm just happy it's over.
15: Sir, I believe the second go round will be much better. The
4: second go round? You must be on crack. We're not doing that thing again. Why do you want to bring that back? Because the first time around, you barely missed toppling the entire network.
15: Well, 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 sir, it's already done.
4: What do you mean it's already done? Nobody ever told me it was already done. Hang on. Remus! I'm on the phone with... Remus! Yeah, boss. What the hell are you doing? Running some conduit, boss. Do it quietly, Remus. That's not quiet enough, Remus. A bluebird stinks like an
10: armpit. Sir, our
15: oh. May sweeps will be amazing. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, too. Instead of 15 nights, 40 straight nights.
4: 40 nights of I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. You're killing me.
15: And the celebrity's 10 times better.
4: Oh, my God. we got... Hold on. Remus? Remus? Yeah, boy. Take the harmonica. Yeah. Slide it up your back end. Walk it out.
15: All right. <laughs> All right. We've got Bernie Capel. Who? Bernie Capel, the doctor from The Love Boat.
4: Oh, for heaven's sakes, he hasn't worked since he did the Stop Snoring Spray commercial.
15: We've got a real hottie, Adrian Barbo.
4: Oh, my God, she's terrible.
15: And someone I know you'll love. Billy Bush.
4: Well, well, wait a minute. Is that the president's annoying nephew?
15: That's the one.
4: Oh, for heaven's sake. You, you can't put him on there. And the Hold on. Oh, yeah. Remus! Remus! I... Can't hear you, boss. I'm drill. Sure. Remus, I'm on the phone. Can't hear you, boss. Stop drilling. What are you making? Making a new credenza, boss. What's wrong with my old credenza? You should sure like him shot. My shellac M-Shot. That's right, shellac M-Shot. Oh. Making new one. Oh, what? Oh, I don't care who you have on this nightmare.
15: Well, we and... definitely have some major A-listers, sir. We've um, got Scott Bakula uh-huh. and Leonard Nimoy.
4: Even Remus doesn't remember Leonard Nimoy. Sure I do, boss. Remus, I wasn't addressing you. Sorry, boss, but he was from Father Knows this. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. I'm surrounded by idiots. Hey, Remus! I thought I told you to put that harmonica off your butt. Sorry, I farted, boss. Oh, don't fart
9: in the office, Remus. <laughs> Oops, the bluebird's coming
4: at me. me. 34
1: till one. See, I found my Jalacam shot. Aren't you? Yeah, probably? I am.
7: I'm excited. I like that one.
1: Here's a uh, Miami New Times. Boy, this is this is the talk of the town. Bubba the love Sponge. All right. Oot. You hear that? They just dropped their uh, ball-peen hammer on I the I thought ceiling. that was you.
7: I thought that was you dropping your head.
1: Anyway, Miami New Times says, in a move that will surely up the intelligence of local radio listeners, Bubba the Love Sponge's morning radio show will be broadcast on 93 Rock starting early next year. Bubba's Stick makes Howard Stern look, look like the Duke of Windsor, and he's been accused of sensationalizing an on-air pig killing and forcing an Internet porn model to be penetrated by a strap-on in his studio. Delightful. Bubba currently hosts a show on Stern's Sirius Satellite Radio Channel, but his deal is set to expire in January. No extension has been reached. However, along with Miami, he'll be extending a separate terrestrial radio show into four new markets, assuring that his special blend of airwave garbage reaches listeners' rears for years to come. Reaches listeners' rears Rectum. for years to come. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. A little shot there from Miami New Times at poor Bubba. <clears throat> I, I don't know, and I don't care. Do you care? Not really. You care, I'll, friend, I'll give Chris, it a you shot, you
0: know. Nope. You you're what? I'll give it a listen. Why not? Hey, so I got something that uh, you might enjoy hearing. Uh-oh, here we go. You ready? Yeah. All right, let me check the volume. First
16: um, I was trying to read just down Sounds good so far. I, I don't hear anything. You're
0: All right, I got to uh, adjust the volume on it. That was just given to me, so i got to mess with it. But, uh, what volume? There was, there was nothing but day yeah, air. It was, no, it's really low.
16: You, want to know why your office going you can down. barely hear,
0: right?
16: It's this blind mic. No, it's a woman. This was uh, yeah,
0: I'll, I'll raise the volume on this real quick. Hold on. So I, get, I need to get uh. Jesus, up. will you get with it? Hey, it was just given to me, and they said it was ready to go. Who, who's they? Uh, somebody in the office. Allison gave it to me. Allison gave it to you? Yeah, I doubt that. Are we gonna hear it or is
1: this just? Yeah, gonna... I got no, I gotta just I mean, the volume. Got an hour, 24 it. minutes to go. Hold on, give me. Some. <clears throat> let's let's kill
0: some good time. Go ahead, more gotta, good here. No, I need a couple minutes to uh, find it and uh, raise it with uh, one of our programs. So give me a couple what? minutes. I got to go in and raise <clears throat> it with a audio program. What does that mean? He's gonna diddle the level. Yes.
1: Can I go take a Joyce right now? Sure. 188 points. Oh, the Dow's up 234. Not too fancy, man. It was up over 300 there for a while, and then like that, 232. Ooh, 188 votes on this poll. I, I say let's uh, go till till two something, till I change it to the other one. Because Eric, that Eric is doing a hell of a job, man. He's got the one for tomorrow on there already. It was going to be for uh, you know. But we're doing this interim poll because some Ojan provocateur emailer out there started a big thing about, oh those Mickey and Eisnerbits are terrible. Yeah, right. You should live so long, okay? Any anonymous a-hole that's ripping Mickey Mouse an ass, boy, what a jerk. We're gonna report you to the NCAA. What well, what are they doing up there? I think they're uh, doing something sexual
7: up there. Well, you said they What's were doing your... a lot of drilling. Yeah, they're drilling Maybe all they're right. sawing too. Mm-hmm.
1: What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? I love them, 126, 66%. They're okay, 28. I hate them, 23, 12%. And it's probably the same three or four people over, you know. And WTF-14 out of 191. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. And then, of course, that first email he try, oh, well, the audience hates them and blah, blah, blah. You like them, and that's why you play them. All right, let's we'll see if this is loud enough. You ready? Yeah. First saved message. Um, I was
16: trying to read. Chuck Darrow, but I got you. I don't know if you're acting in his behalf, but I could not believe not that you actually preempted Neil Rogers to put on a stupid U.M. basketball game. And you want to know why your Arbitron ratings are going down. This was terrible. Who wants to hear U.M. basketball? This was terrible. You people <laughs> ought to be ashamed.
1: Nice going, honey. Excellent job. This was terrible. That, that's almost as good as the Nip and suds lady. Not quite, though. Wouldn't you say she was Oh, yeah. yeah. She's it's up there. It's just
8: these guys, Nip and suds and whatever the heck it is, and the people I call in, they're just like them, like that they're on the, uh, what do you call it, the weeds, and they're high, and they're... I mean, it's terrible. For years that I've been look, uh, listening to 610 and Anna's here... <laughs> is named.
3: The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports
2: Radio 560
6: QAM. The sports leader. The sports leader. Neil Rogers got NFL Films presents the game's greatest scores. He was born Thomas Edward Brady, Jr., and he grew to rule a New England dynasty. Three Super Bowl rings, twice Super Bowl MVP, and a playoff resume akin to a first-class ticket to Canton, Ohio. However, his prowess on the gridiron gives way only to his prowess in the bedroom for late in the 2006 season, Tom Brady achieved the greatest back-to-back scoring feat in the modern era. First, he impregnated sultry Hollywood starlet Bridget Moynihan. Then, against all odds, this heroic field general bedded and inseminated lingerie supermodel Giselle Bündchen. And so, in honor of his triumphs between the hash marks and between the sheets, we bequeath the laurels and regale among the game's greatest scorers. Number 12,
1: Tom Brady. 16 till, uh, who needs Tom Brady when you got Matt's castle, you know? Yep. Here's an email from Matt. Went to the game yesterday, 25 bucks for parking, 12 bucks for an import beer, and just to rub it in, Wayne flies into the stadium before the game over the parking lot in his effing chopper. Unbelievable. Congrats on a great win, Neil, says Matt. Didn't Matt Castle join some high-end quarterback stats yesterday? Something about 400 yards for three consecutive games? No, two. Fat Chris should know as if I don't know. Two consecutive games. Even I knew that, Fatso. Oh, well. Speaking of bits, please settle a bet between my brother Rob, not the chronic, and I, and me. I know that Boca Brian does most of the parody songs on your show. My brother insists it's Pettigrew. Well, first of all, there is no such person as Pettigrew. There's <laughs> Todd Pettigrew, Pettigrew from uh, one of the comedy services. And most of them are uh, the mix and match. I wouldn't say uh, Chicken Act does most of them, would you? Yes.
7: Get out of here. Are you crazy? I think that we play more of his uh, than anybody else's. So no, that's that that most.
1: wasn't the question whether we play, because his are better, of course, right. than Pettigrew. It says, a buttered steak and Ruth Chris and soiled underwear writing on this. And by the way, says Matt, I'm from Rhode Island. Well, everybody's got a problem, you know. Everybody's got a cross to bear. Oh, here's here's really amusing information. How is the weather up there in Toronto? I asked Frank. Last week, LeBastard was trashing you for ripping off his fake caller email format, was mocking your low ratings, and was ridiculing your habit of rhyming everything. Well, oh! How am I going to go on? Dan, the bastard. That phony bastard was ripping me on ear. Who cares? See, I don't really care what anybody says, especially a loser like him. Oh, he had a couple of books and a couple of trends, and right away, all of a sudden, he's a big-shot broadcaster with big numbers. Yeah, he should live so long. Loser. He's the beneficiary of the fact that Jolly Joe came along and destroyed two to four and uh, pushed Mandage back up to four to seven, following two hours of dead air every day. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Rock solid. That's right, now that we got the big O back. Let's see how that all plays out. Now, do we know when the next trend is going to be? We just had one come out on whatever day that was.
7: The 19th, Wednesday. Wednesday.
1: We know when the next one's going to be. I, I can look it up. I can Google it. You'll have to. Nobody else will tell us. No, that's right. Good point. Arbitron Radio, Ratings and Media Research.
7: Can you hear me? I can hear you. Diary data. Diary data. I'm translating for you.
1: Okay, let's see. Uh, Data delivery schedules, here we go. Ratings, uh, data delivery schedule, all available. Market, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood. Survey, fall of 2008. Phase two. Phase two? Yeah. Yeah. December
7: 19th, 10 a.m. All
1: right. Mark it on the counter there, Tubby. December 19th, what okay. day of the week is that?
7: Wednesday. That's like Wait.
1: a week uh, a week less one day before Christmas. Friday.
7: It's what? Friday.
1: It's a Friday. Yes. Ooh, that could be a good way to go on the weekend or a bad way to go on the weekend, you know? Get ready for the weekend with the Stan Major show. So I guess he's still alive, huh? I guess. Wow. Gnome. He's a gnome. You do know that, don't you? No. A Gnome. Did you know him? To know him is to... uh, I can do one. Hate him. Let's do a show on Milky Way Dark. (laughs) Anybody out there get a new watch? You got a good watch? (laughs) Very sad, Stanley T., but you keep pumping away, baby. You keep spewing out your right-wing ramblings. 221 votes on Fat Chris's poll about the Mickey Eisner bits, and overwhelming, 64% loves them. They love them. What's not to like unless you're a sour puss with no sense of humor? Oh, I still got a whole bunch of these. Thank God I was out sick last Thursday. I got one here that's a real, where the hell is it? Oh, I already read it. The one about the guy who canceled his Sirius? Yes. 15 cents, by the way, I just checked it. It started at 14, it went up to 17, then back to 16, and now 15 cents. You can buy all the Sirius stock you want, Sirius XM, 15 cents a share, 15 cents, my God, and they're paying Howard, what, $80 billion a year to have guys taking a crap in the studio? Listen, we could have a guy taking a crap in the studio for free. I'll do it. In fact, I was right on the verge there about 15, 20 minutes ago, and all of a sudden it subsided.
7: we We could all do it, like, in unison. Yeah. We could have Let's a, get a microphone. microphone
1: in the QMT room. What do you say? Oh, that would have been good back in the days when Fat Boy was there. I'm not talking about Chris. I'm talking about the
7: real Fat Boy. You know? Hey. We, we still got some pe- people in here that allow. It to doesn't matter
1: that he used to splatter. Oh, boy. Here's one from Andrea in Homestead. I guess it is. It says, I just want cute little George to know that we're Oh, this is uh, from last week. We're really looking forward to his Homestead appearance. Me and the boys are warming up the Crisco and bacon fat. We think he's got a pretty little mouth. That George is something special. Signed the fake rotund Ned Beatty. Oh, I guess nobody came and saw you down in Homestead on Friday, huh? A lot of Mexicans. No, oh, I mean, uh, well, the Mexicans from the hood, but they didn't. Know, did yeah. they know who you were? No. So nobody from our audience
7: came and saw you? No, no one drove all the way down there. No. Amazing, huh? So some people, but actually were already there. But there were some listeners uh, doing some business that was surprised. Well, there you go. Oh, and hey, what do you say, that? Hey, George, what you We came yeah. all
1: the way from uh, next door. I said, well, here, have a shirt. You did? Yeah. You get paid for this? Yes. Good. That's all we care about. Oh, yeah. Is getting paid. And in George's case, getting laid and getting paid. That's but right. But nevertheless. Those two things. Getting paid. That comes first. It has to. Mike says, Bubba is good in small doses. However, the worst possible Tampa radio is Schmidt or MJ, whatever he calls himself, the worst, the Schmidtmeister. He's sure not doing all that great anymore in the afternoon. You know, he, he's a Rush Jr., a Rush wannabe. I'm hearing that when he farts, it smells the same as when Rush... Ta- and by the way, uh, thanks for listening, Dan Bastard Claimed that I stole his... Uh, oh, I never read that thing, did I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I did. claim that he stole his uh, fake this one and fake that. I've never heard his show. The only place I've ever seen it was on his website that somebody sent me with a fake Hank Goldberg and a fake Jim Mandich. And, and what does that got to do with people emailing with fake names? See, I don't steal other people's material. It just, it just happened. Am I going to come on here and say, oh, here's one from Larry King and here's one from Greg Budow, like these are from the real people? Like George says, none of them are the real people. Right. None of them. Zero. Isn't that what you say? That's what I said. So if you want to argue with George, go right ahead. Oh, next thing we're going to steal away Stu Stugatz. Then, then we'll have something. Oh, here's, look at this. Dan Labaster, this is from the same guy. Dan Labaster Tournament draws 230 players in a 50-cent war. Who cares? Who the hell cares? Dania Highly's card room. Oh, that's a good place for your audience, yeah. La Bastard. Can I have all your cronies from ESPN there sitting around making fun of you, which deservedly so. Anyway, getting back to this. It's just amazing the way that the, the morning guy over there and the afternoon guy, they want, they want to like siphon off from this show. Not going to work. And as far as ratings are concerned for 30 years, who the hell are you to be talking about anybody else's ratings, okay? i got to prove something to you, loser. Botchow in Dallas says it's been too long. I just moved back from England. Haven't heard the program in 18 months. Oi, oi! Can't wait for Palin to run for president. SNL hasn't been funny in years. She almost single-handedly saved it. And Johnny is a D-bag. Says Bachu in Dallas. We can't say it, Johnny, but okay. Or Bacho, whatever your name is. D-bag. Good morning, Neil, says this woman. This is from last Wednesday. See, I'm, I'm backed up, thank God. Isn't this good that I have all these because I was not on Thursday? It is good. What did we do on Friday? Well, that's right. Friday, we had the short show. Yep. yep. Friday, we had the basketball. You have basketball. Ow! Greatest idea Ow! that Clarence never had, man. Talk about putting swill on the air. We got another game, 545 pregame tonight from Virgin Islands. Canes lost yesterday there again. Connecticut basketball team losing. Basketball, uh, the football team got demolished, embarrassed and humiliated and degraded by Georgia Tech last Thursday night. The Dolphins got just trashed by the Patriots. 48 yesterday. And the Panthers lose every day again, too. Now, that's their new uh, deal. They lose every day. Friday, Saturday. Oh, here's one from Mr. Radio about Jimmy Syphilis. Mr. Radio, chronic, out of control, lunatic. The Dow's up 247, by the way. The Dolphin broadcast was embarrassing yesterday, especially Jimmy Syphilis crying about the Patriots running up the score. Bring back Mo. Yeah, that last, at least Mr. Radio uh, commented about the last couple minutes or about the broadcast. Everybody else's mum. I have never heard such swill. Oh, another Patriots touchdown. That, that's that's the way he called it. Do we have that by the way somewhere? Yeah, probably. Let me try to find it. The last the last two minutes of the game. And Joe and Mad Dog were meh meh. I couldn't believe Mister Mad Dog, was supposedly you know Mister Macho Guy, talking about running up the score and would Belichick do this? First of all, after all the uh, trash talking and the uh, rumbling and rambling that was going on there in the last part of the game, well, what did you expect
0: them to do? Am I right,
1: Fatso? hmm well, I mean, Belichick boy-
0: was, uh, everybody was saying last year that Belichick was running up scores, so.
1: Were they really? hmm He was running up the score? Yeah.
0: yeah. Do the math.
1: Field goal, 44-28. 16 points, two eight-pointers. Touchdown, 48-28. Three scores, minute to go. It's just a smart thing to do, that's all.
6: A minute seven left. And yeah, the dolphins are going to use their timeouts. You would think that Belichick would just take a D, but that's not him, though, is it? Uh, oh. uh,
8: this is, gets uh, interesting. Yeah. Do they sit on it or do they stick it in one more time for what has taken place today? I don't know. All right.
1: And hmm.
10: off
8: to Green Ellis, touchdown
10: Patriots.
4: Now,
1: yep.
10: what a call! What,
4: your what a call! Very classy. Buddy. No.
1: Touchdown, Patriots.
4: Very gracious. They said, they said you outposted me in week three. Take that. Hey, can
1: you believe that call? Don't tell anybody. Hand off to Ellis Green, Schwartz, Rabinowitz. Touchdown, Patriots. Like, like nothing just happened on there. It was a touchdown, okay? It was a touchdown, mm-hmm. Jimmy, you idiot, you... You failed. Oh, my God. This is a major league broadcast. He makes Dan LaBastard sound like St. Vitus dance in your pants.
6: And off to Green
1: Alice touchdown Patriots. Yep. <laughs> oh, I gotta have that. I gotta have that. You gotta send me that. All right.
7: Very gracious.
1: Okay, that's enough. I don't want to hear Mad Dog whining anymore. I don't want to hear any more of it. You idiot. You cantankerous fatso you. God, how embarrassing.
10: Touchdown Patriots. Touchdown
3: Patriots
2: the biggest names the best talent you're listening to sports radio 560 wqam miami, miami fort lauderdale hello
12: this is Arnold. this is not a tumor it's the one for two hour
8: The economy is shrinking. Winter. Light a fire. But
12: I couldn't afford the matches. Recession. Shh, don't say it. She covered her ears, but could still hear his voice. Recession. Let's go back to Morocco. I can't. I have a... You have a subprime mortgage. Recession. She took it all. My house, my car. Recession. My heart.
5: You could never afford me.
12: She never said why, but, but I knew.
5: I have to let you go. Recession. Shh.
12: She had a black heart. And a pink slip.
8: Recession. It's not a word. It's a feeling. Recession. The new fragrance from Calvin Klein. Recession.
1: Available at Big Lots. 101 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. we got the Big O. Oh, coming up. Rock solid. At 2 and then the Mad Dog at 4. Briefly till, uh, what is it, 545? And then we got Canes basketball, baby. Boy, I bet you they're celebrating across the street on that. Another Canes ball game right in the middle of the daytime when people are awake. Clarence Darrow, man, they gave him the keys to the kingdom and he just trashed it. He burned it. You ever seen the pictures, of the the depictions of the burning of Rome? Yeah. Well, that, Nero that's Nero that, That's right. Nero was playing the Stradivarius. And here we got Jolly Joe playing the fiddle, playing the Raleigh, North Carolina fiddle. He's fiddling around, and Clarence is burning us down to the ground. Here's Philo, who's a real a-hole. He says, Neil, I also think the Mickey Eisner bits suck. The fact that most people love these bits in your poll confirm what you're always saying in your show. Most people in South Florida are stupid and dumb. Love your show. Just throw away the Eisner bits and George, too. Thanks, Philo. (coughs) Damn. Another mindless a-hole. They're really sour today, man. I, I knew it. The thrashing on Thursday wasn't bad enough, but then yesterday, the pounding, the embarrassment, the humiliation, and then that call. Could you even begin to believe that? that Chris?
0: I actually didn't hear it, so yeah, that was pretty bad.
1: Pretty bad. The worst in history. The worst in sports casting history. That at was least... even worse. Th-
0: what? Well, I was gonna say, at least when uh the, um, they got their ass kicked, what was sixty two to seven that time? The uh, call was pretty funny, you know. Another touchdown, damn it.
1: Yeah. That was Jacksonville. By the way, Jacksonville sucks too. That's another mediocre yep. team. Rampant me- mediocrity. And look at who the fish are going to play. They've got to play St. Louis, Kansas City, and San Francisco, three of their last five games, against little girls of the blind school teams. Sounds good to me. Yeah, that's because you want, you know, you want to beat up on a bunch of horrendous teams and just barely got past Oakland, which beat the snot out of Denver yesterday. Boy, rampant mediocrity. St. Louis, can you imagine what that game is going to be like?
7: I know you're not talking to me. I'm talking to Fat Chris. He's not Oh, responding. I thought it
0: was a rhetorical question.
7: You
1: can
0: say something. You can open your eyes. I'm I hoping that it's, it, it I takes a lot of effort be for big blowout, people to speak. Be. What? So I would hope it you know so would be a big blowout, but it's not going to be. How do you know that? There's only been one team that they... Even oh, by the way, Greg Camarillo is
1: out for the season. Yep.
0: yep. Did you see that? I was told by uh, Cope. Cope? Yes, John Cope. When did he tell you that? I don't know. Maybe uh 30 minutes ago, an hour ago, something like that? Why didn't you pass it along on the air? I really didn't think you cared. This is your sports leader. I don't
1: care, but the people out there might care. It's on the Herald website. And Mr. Radio cares. He says, Dolphins leading receiver Greg Camarillo suffered a season-ending left knee injury during yesterday's loss to the Patriots. He's done, Tony Soprano said. And by the way, Tony Soprano, talking about a fat loser, this guy looks like like the bums you see at the racetrack. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. The guys that hang around down by the finish line, like, like Deep Mifo, looks like a racetrack bum. All, all he needs is a big stogie in his puss, and that's, that's exactly what he'd look like, Tony Soprano. And he's always got that same stupid look on his face, always, never changes.
0: You notice that? I'll take him uh, ten times over Cam Cameron. Well, gee, that, that's really saying something. Okay, I'll take him a hundred times over Cam Cameron.
1: That's like saying you take Clarence over Joyce. That's a good contest. Who would you take, Clarence or Joyce or Jolly Joe? Just a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer yeah, yeah, no, it. Yeah. I know that your big bucks are hanging on the line. Of course, George, he's, he's daydreaming. What? Too, much, too much sports talk today. What? Oh, Sonny Fox has signed a three-year deal to host a live morning show on Comedy Channel. Raw deal on Sirius uh, from 6 to 11 a.m. E. Nobody cares. They're building a studio in his house where he'll be doing the show starting in December. This is from the fake Tom Jicker last Wednesday. Nobody cares, little Tommy. Nobody cares about Sonny Fox. Talk about old, stale news, man. Old and stale. Wow. Woo! Hi, Fox. Hi, Fox. When was the last time he had a show and anybody listened to
7: it? And anybody listened to it? Yeah. On Magic?
1: When was that? 1800 years
7: ago? 93.
1: hear the sirens coming? They heard Sonny Fox. If I was Sonny Fox, I'd get a shotgun. I'd go up to Chicago and find Saul Foose. I'd just blow his crap away. Six hundred grand? Can you believe that?
7: I believe it.
1: He swindled Sonny Fox out of six hundred grand. could not happen to a more deserving schmuck. Nice going, Sonny. Even though you always say nasty uh, things about us Brits, we love you and your new president. Go socialism, sign Cubans in London. Oh, Cubans in London, and the guy's name is Peter. Are the Cubans named Peter? Sure, Pedro. They are banging. So if you can't hear that... I hear that. Oh, yeah. Here's one from the fake Larry King. Jimmy Syphilis is boring as hell. Remember when he did color with Charlie Jones on NBC? No. I remember Charlie Jones couldn't get rid of that cold. He almost sounded like he had a bad head cold. Talked through. He had the nasal. Is he dead, Charlie Jones? By the way, I think he is. I wonder if he took his nasal problem with him to the grave. Charlie Jones. Always sounded like his nostrils were just jammed with snot. Neil says there was a college basketball player named God Sham God. Well, what we do? Isn't that exciting? No. What if his name would have been God? Neil oh, God! Yeah, that would have been something. And that was up 253. KB says I agree with George. They should send us people the vouchers that add up to 25 billion for large down payments on a Ford, Chrysler, or GM car. The way and it goes on here with a long song to a dance. They most likely will use the money to pay their employees while they sit in their behinds doing nothing, and the rest of us will go to the executive toilet. How you like that? Mm-hmm. I got my uh, lunch order just came in on here. Uh, so, okay. What? Nothing. Chicken Parmesan. It's pretty good stuff. You want some? Yeah. Yeah. Be right Chris will go out and get it for you right now. See you later. later. Screw the fake Screw Ann Winnick says, I've heard the Linda Energy bit many times over the years, but I have no idea what the backstory is on that. Could you please regale us? Could you regale us? Also, Reg Varney died. Never heard of him, did you? Who? Reg Varney. He was an old British comic actor who was famous in England for his role in... On the bus, on the something, which was brought to America as a classic and legendary Dom DeLuise vehicle, lots of luck. Never heard of that either. I just love lots of luck with Dom DeLuise, says a screw Not as much as I love being double-teamed by O.J. and Roy Foster, but close. Can I get my job back? No. Linda Energy, she was married to a physician, and she was peddling some diet drug or something. Now, was she Bed peddling time. it or her doctor or her doctor husband?
7: She was peddling it. He was the one that actually doled it out, but uh, you know, she was the marketer. They were in on it together. Really? She had the, uh, the the clinic. It was a a place. It was uh Energy Slim something whatever.
1: Some fast uh, some fast up your ass. Yeah. And let's go play in the grass. Fen, fen That was it. Fen-Fen. Remember that? People were dying from it. They were saying...
5: I'm dying over here.
7: And then they did. Right. She really wanted to get you on it and have you endorse it and all that.
1: Oh, yeah. She was working really hard on it. She was on... Uh, Where was she on?
7: Besides drugs.
1: I mean, she was on uh, IOD. She was passionate. on
7: uh, Zeta, whatever the sister station was at the time when we were well, on... No, no, not
1: Zeta. They t- it was that uh, the, um, the, ladies, the planet. The planet. It was what used to be she and Paxson destroyed a once great radio station and turned it into the Planet. It's for ladies. That was what they would say on a morning show. How are you doing with the lady? Oh, that's our morning show. How are you doing with the ladies? Does he still keep saying that? Sure, he does. Oh my God, he needs to be horsewhipped for some of the stuff he does, especially putting on Drew Rosenstein, Kranz house, and uh, and that other loser, the Kirk Jerk Street. Even Drew Rosenstein Kranz couldn't, and, and who the hell was it that they were? Oh, Jeremy Shockey. That's one of his slimeball clients, too. A couple of weeks ago, he was on there going on about how he's misunderstood. And, of course, Joe was sitting there, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir, master, yes, sir, yeah. Well, what has Joe got to do with Drew Rosenstein Kranz's house? No idea. They take showers together or something? What's that all about? No out, Zach. This station just shills the worst for some of the lowest slimeballs, like, like O.J., for example, with the O.J. golf tournament. One of the lowest moments of my life, one of the lowest moments of South Florida broadcasting, a charity golf tournament, and they turned it into the O.J. golf tournament, thanks to Greg Reed, Screw Ann, and your close friend Sam the Man. Remember he tried to get us to put him on the air? Yep. Handed the phone to him. Oh, here, here, O.J.'s on the phone. you want to talk to him? No. I said, when he's ready to confess to the murders, then I'll put him on the air. Until then, no thanks. God Almighty. Anybody ever wore a jockstrap, they're a hero to these people. These are the ultimate jock sniffers. And I'm supposed to be the queen. I'm supposed to be the fag. You fairy. And these people, are, good God, I can just imagine. Just imagine if Matt Castle were playing on the Dolphins and the thing was the other way around yesterday and he would have thrown for 400 yards and they would have won the game 48-28. Can you imagine the line of people from this radio station in that locker room trying to sniff Matt Castle's privates? Can you imagine that? I'd rather not. Trying just to get a little sniff. Oh, my God. Down on their hands and knees. All crawling around by his... Rectum. That's right. Of course, they have to get by me first.
3: The biggest names. The best talent. This is Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Hey.
4: Stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins.
8: Joe, hurry up. We're ready for the audition.
15: I'll be done in a minute, Clarence. Stop it!
10: Stop it. Leave her alone, you brute!
2: Bite down, you muttonhead! No. You don't talk about Joe Fineboy like that! You better learn had to worship the privilege like the rest of us lemmings. Okay, I'm done. At least until my next bad day at the track.
8: Attention, ladies. I asked you all here today to judge our finalists for the 790 WQAM auditions. Will our three finalists come out of the closet, please? Audition finalist number one. What is your name and what do you really do?
9: (laughs) Hiya, pal.
3: My name is the fabulous sports (laughs) fan. I do a show that amounts to nothing, and I do it very badly. I got what you call a face for radio, and I don't belong there either. (laughs)
8: Ha-ha!
3: Which is perfect for the way you run the station you got here. (laughs)
8: Good night, everybody! Finalist number
6: two. My name's uh, Ugas Belch. I used to sell peanuts at Shea Stadium.
8: Finalist number three. My name is Larry Blustein, and I like college and high school sports. Because I enjoy talking about and chewing for someone's kid I don't personally know. Because I get moist over young athletes that smell like bacon. Oh, I like you. You got a great voice. Do you have any experience in radio? Hmm? Well, I realized what a great voice I have when I sang in the shower. My mama told me so. Ladies, we have a winner. Okay, everybody, all together now. Sports! (laughs)
1: It's the well, the only thing exactly. that oh, that's it? Well, what more do you want? Oh yeah, Chris sends out wedding invites. Now, everybody is sending me this now. Invitations to Governor Charlie Chris' nuptials are in the mail, and the guest list of the December twelfth event has become a source of chatter around the state. The cream and pale pink invitations to Chris and Fiancé Carol Rome ceremony at First United Methodist Church in St. Pete began arriving last week. Cream and Pale Pink. Maybe that's what Charlie's going to wear to the wedding. State Representative Daryl Russon, Democrat of St. Petersburg, said his fellow legislators are wondering who has been invited to the ceremony, which is black tie optional. Guests who are planning to attend won't be bringing gifts to the wedding. Uh, a card enclosed in the invitation reads, no gifts, please, due to Florida law. Do you get your invitation yet? No, not that. Me neither. I can get my pink. Cliff and Kendall says, I'll never forget the first time I went to the racetrack. What struck me most was the weird, freaky, half-dead crowd. They looked like the backup dancers from Thriller. What's up with that? Well, that's because the average age of the racetrack goer in South Florida is 100, is death plus 100. Last night on Turner Classic Movies, I watched Capricorn 1. The astronauts were played by James Berlin, Sam Watterson, and O.J. Simpson. He can't act as act way out of a paper bag. It was surreal. In his last scene, he was crawling through the desert with thirst, mad with thirst, crying out his wife's name, and it wasn't Nicole. Happily, the bad guys killed him. Maybe on the inside there, OJ's going to have a little uh, problem, you think? Maybe. Wouldn't that be great? Here's a real goofball, Frank, who sent about 600 emails today. Subject, Cephalo, Neil. The reason Cephalo called it that way is because it often did not contest the final touchdown. That is a... Bald-faced, freaking lie, okay? They were basically standing up as if the Pats would just down it to run off the clock, which, of course, the unctuous Belichick did not do. That's a, that's a lie. I saw it. I was in here, but I had the little TV on here, too. And both teams lined up, and it was obvious they were going to run the ball, and they did, and they, he just went in there untouched by human glands. They conceded the last touchdown. Oh, my God. Talk about caca. Talk about brainwashing of the masses. My God. Even fat Chris would find that appalling. To believe that. I don't think they conceded it, but they uh, they didn't really look they were interested in it. Well, isn't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? As the fat man would say, they didn't look very interested.
0: And as either, I said, and if they got mad that the the Patriots got the last touchdown, they should have played defense on the last ten plays.
1: They should have played defense the second half. Actually, the whole game. As I said, mm-hmm. the
0: Patriots only got stopped. With uh, two turnovers and then one other time, that's it.
1: Yeah, that's right. They handed him the two touchdowns on a silver platter yep. with those two turnovers. That halftime league could have been like
0: 24 to seven, 24 nothing,
1: whatever. That's correct. See, Fat Chris, he saw the game. He's a dolphin fan, but at least he's at least he's not BSing himself, okay? He knows what a thrashing it was, what a disaster.
0: Like I said, when went for to 31... any supposed
1: major league sports broadcaster to call a touchdown in an NFL game that way is scandalous, scandalous. i got to take a drink. Now, <laughs> oh, seriously, that, that was just awful. Even, even George, who has no interest whatsoever in any of this, even George was appalled.
7: That was, uh, that was scandalous.
1: See? Not that George is just sucking around, even though he is. I could give a rat's ass. That's right. And quite frankly, so could I. But it's just another, another good reason to rip Jimmy an ass he so richly deserves. Jimmy, you are awful. You fairy. Terrible. You fairy. Putrid. You fairy. Grotesque. You fairy. But no, this, this is what you get now with the jockocracy taking over. They do the play-by-play. They do the color. They, they do everything. No more sports sportscasters anymore. Unless you are a, a, an ex-jock, you can't get in the fraternity. It's a close fraternity now. Boomer says, besides setting my very best, I suggest that if you like lackluster, you'll be impressed with Taco Bell's Volcano Taco. Remember that thing I was talking about it last week? Mm-hmm. It's not hot at all, it's barely spicy, and it's filled with fat. It's, I've also, um, it's also been tried at several different locations and basically the same. Uh, boring. Little warm and boring. Not worth eating the low-grade meat. Feh. I'll stick with a half pound cheesy bean and rice burrito for a buck five, including tax, and that's only under circumstances when food at that moment is an absolute necessity. Otherwise, eat fresh, eat raw, eat healthy, or you're screwed on that processed crap. Oh, God. Eat fresh and eat raw and eat healthy. How boring. Boomer. Doesn't that sound boring?
7: Yeah, it does. Fry Top it in up. The key- what? Sorry,
1: fry it up. That's right. Fry it up in a lot of grease, baby. Get some of that good fat in there, some taste. We're all going to be dead pretty soon anyway. What the hell difference does it, make? Sooner or later, we're going to be dead. That's uh, the gift the Lord gave you, man. Death. Oh, but when we die, we're going to heaven. Allah is going to have the seven virgins waiting for us in heaven. Whatever they say. What do they say? Allah Akbar? You tell me. The, the laundry heads?
7: you got them Allah all in your Akbar. building there. What? you got them all in the building there.
1: That, this is the terrorist headquarters of the world. Make no mistake about it. And I think maybe I need to get them before they get me. Here's one from Kuko. He says, I couldn't listen yesterday. I had a lot of work. When is this from? Last Wednesday. I was born and raised here in Miami, so when I went through the Dade School System. They didn't teach evolution, the Big Bang Theory. I know you're going to say Google it. Oh, this is Roger Kuko, uh, who's asking me about... That's old. Explain- I, uh,
7: I responded to that
1: guy. Good. When will we evolve again? Hopefully very soon, before it's too late. I love your show, George is Great. Chris is also good. You hear that, Chris? All right. I started listening to you six years ago when I got tired of listening to the same sorry music on the Miami so-called radio. I told myself, no more crap. And I switched over to listen to some dolphin talk, and I heard Scott Farrell and his stories about his girlfriend, 34D. Then I stuck around and heard you, and I felt free. So, uh, So thing different and funny. So thing. Never change the station again. Thanks, Kuko, and get with it. P.S. Who put the freak in the French fries? Oh. Oh. Here's one from Pop Mason from last Thursday. Well, you got another short week this week. It's Thanksgiving Day on Thursday. I'm not gonna be here Friday. George is gonna have to really put in a great show on Friday. (laughs) Or something. Or no, or not. Maybe play some bits. Play the Mickey bits. All all of them. Play play M. shot over and over again just for that one. Yeah. See one thing about South Florida, no matter what it is, you'll find a bunch of people who hate it. No, no matter. I'm going to am like pets. It could be the greatest flavor of ice cream. It could be the greatest sex partner. It could be the it could be the most wonderful thing ever discovered in the, in the history of mankind. And there will be a bunch of negative sour people in South Florida.
16: Meh, <coughs> meh.
1: As you drive across the border, man, into Palm Beach County, you hear meh, <coughs> and as you get to Dayton Brown it gets louder and louder. Meh, <coughs> louder. That was up two thirty eight, and we got two hundred and seventy five votes on the pool. That that crusty old fart that calls, man, I I'd like to wring his neck with my bare hands. That ninety year old fart that he called again today, you know. Yeah, you know the one I mean.
7: I do. We only he have one. He
1: is he is South Florida on two legs. Two hundred seventy eight votes. What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? I love them. One hundred eighty two. They're okay. Forty one. I hate them. Thirty one. And WTF? Twenty four.
3: The biggest names, the best talent, this is Neil Rogers, Sports Radio 560 QAM, the sports leader. The biggest names, best the best talent, It's the mad dog, <laughs>
15: Jim Mandich, afternoons 4 to 7,
3: Sports Radio 560 QAM,
15: the sports leader. Hey yo man, what's up with your Mister mishpura? Loudest, most
9: pissed,
1: stop radio. Oh wait a minute, that's not the right bit. How about this?
14: All right. <laughs> Chris Matthews from MSNBC. Let's play hotball. <laughs> Today's the day. All the insults and name-calling stops. It's very sad. It's Election Day 2008. Got to get out there and vote. I don't care who you vote for. Obviously, that's not true if you watch my program. Of course, they care who you vote for. Chickens know who I'm supporting. On <laughs> Morning Live, we're going to talk to people who just voted to find out if we can see who's going to be the next president of the United States. Circuit can you tell me who you voted for? Uh, Go ahead. I'm, I am can't tell you I want to know. It. Go ahead. Go ahead. And tell- Stop. Go ahead. Let me talk. I'm trying. It's a satellite. No, we're standing right next to Go each- ahead. I'm waiting for it. Go ahead. Uh, you- go ahead. Stop go ahead. The- Thank you very much. And you can tell the people are all pumped up for the election. Got a lady standing next to me wearing a Sarah Palin button. What the hell's wrong with you? Go ahead. You're tell me. But- go ahead. But- go ahead. Can I- Why are you please- wearing a Sarah Palin button? I- go ahead. <laughs> You're weak. Get away from me. Push back. I'm eating nothing but sugar all day to make sure I don't lose my high. I'm pumping oatmeal raisin cookies like they were crack. I've already taken two packs of no-dose and down two four-liter bottles of Joe Cola. I can't feel anything. has no effect on me. Truth be told, I haven't slept since Halloween. I've been playing cards with Al Frank and Alec Baldwin, Bruce Springsteen, and John Cook and Mel Camp. <laughs> I know John doesn't like to use all three names, but I can't remember what to call him, so I just... Like them all together. <laughs> we have a great time together. Alec Baldwin opens up the hotel window and screams the F-bomb at passing Republicans, and then he sat down and ate a whole rhinoceros. <laughs> Our friend Al Franken seems a little depressed and despondent. Doesn't think he's going to win his race for senator in Minnesota. Those are the same people who elected a wrestler governor. Bruce Springsteen let me try his pants with the flag on the ass. I couldn't get one cheek into him. Gotta wrap this up. After sitting here talking to you, I can understand why... People hate the sound of my voice. It's disturbing. <laughs>
1: I'm yeah, just Matthews. That makes that be safe. 132 at 560 WQAM. I'm, I'm printing one out. Oh, okay. Just relax. Don't get all panicky now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was up 266. Here's one from Michael who says, Uncle Neil and yesterday's scum sentinel section, there was a story of a 14-year-old boy who was arrested in Stewart, Florida for intentionally passing gas in class. It's the fart police. Be afraid. Be very afraid, says Michael. The fart police. I bet you Joyce has got her finger in that. You know what I mean?
7: Breckham. Oh, boy.
1: I farted in the shower last night, and, boy, it was the most wonderful thing. Oh, one of the greatest experiences really? of recent memory. Yeah. Should bottle not just, not just a regular, ordinary pedestrian fart, but, I mean... A gargantuan like an elephant fart. Wow. And it was, oh, the aroma was magnificent. I'm just telling you. I believe you. No, you don't. It was a wonderful
7: thing. I mean, for you, I'm sure it was.
1: What do you mean by that? Well, there was nobody else around. Who else is going to be in my shower? I don't know. Unfortunately, nobody. 289 votes on the uh, Mickey poll. What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? I hate them 188. They're okay. I mean, I love them. What did I say? So said I hate them. I love them 188. Well, I'm thinking about all these negative a-holes there. Oh, my God. So many. And and, and such a thing to be negative about, you know? <sighs> right. Uh, about Zzz. a comedy bit. About a Mickey Mouse comedy bit. It's not oh, funny God. enough. It's God. not funny enough.
4: <laughs> Make it funnier. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Citigroup's getting another $20 billion from the $700 billion bank bailout. out. So that's $40 billion. Come on, let's give them a trillion dollars and let them have a good time with it. I love those bits, 190. They're okay, 43. I hate them, only 33, 11%. And WTF, 26. 65% say they love them. They got nothing else to bitch about, so let's bitch about some stupid-ass comedy bit.
10: Yeah, <coughs> yeah.
1: Some of the worst losers in the history of mankind are stuck in South Florida. Yep. I think we're going to have to get a search party and go out and kill them. Pop Mason in the Keys says, Pop in the Keys says, Forgive me in advance for such a long email. It'll kill some good times, Pops. I wanted to say I love your show. I've been hooked on the Neil Rogers show going on seven years. Funny thing is, I actually caught on the show during the real summer schedule when you were off the air for months at a time. At the time, I had a job that required a lot of driving. I was searching for a South Florida sports talk show. I live in Key West. I heard George talking and decided to give it a shot. The comedy bits got me laughing hysterically, and George was talking about movies and music, which really sucked me in. I started to get a bit depressed when the summer schedule was ending, and George wouldn't be doing his show. That was, of course, before I ever heard you. It took a little bit to get used to you, but now I get withdrawal if I miss a show. While George got me into the show, it's hard for me to listen to him now when he fills in. I'm not trying to knock him because he's still very entertaining and thought-provoking. It's just I'm not as interested in a lot of the things he talks about nowadays. I try to listen, but end up switching it to another station, I hate to say, but sometimes George comes off a bit condescending. How do you like that? Gee. Condescending bastard. I know. It's a shame that you're exiled on the sports-mad radio station with no promotion or advertising to grow the audience. While I was a sports talk fanatic in my late teens to early 20s, it's tough for me to stand more than 20 minutes of it. My co-worker likes the national sports talk shows, but to me they're filled with arrogant, ignorant, angry so-called broadcasters with chips on their shoulders because they didn't have the skill to play organized sports past Pop Warner or Little League. For some reason, they believe that because somebody stuck a microphone in front of them, they're entitled to become a self-righteous idiot, offering their dumb opinions without being asked, and getting into people's business where they don't belong. I like the local guys like Mandage and Rose, but really, how often can you hash and rehash the same subject? Oh, let's hear that touchdown again with Jimmy Syphilis. Come on. Oh, i got to load it up again. My goodness, what is there to say, says Pops. How hard is it to load it up?
0: i got to restart the uh, audio ball. Oh...
1: Restart the audio vault. This is that piece of equipment that they've been giving us a song and a dance. Piece of turd. Not to mention how often it crashes.
12: A minute seven left. And yeah, the Dolphins are going to use their time oh, I don't want to hear that whole thing. Just I just want to hear him say uh, him, no, it? uh, It's coming up.
8: Uh, this is, gets uh, interesting. Yeah. Do they yeah, sit on yeah. it? Or do they stick it in one more time? Stick it what in. has taking place today? I don't know. Right, Head and off, off. to
6: Green Ellis touchdown Patriots.
1: Yeah. No, that right, seriously, that right there was enough to make kill it. That was enough to make me jump out the window. I I really mean that. How can that be? I mean it's like he like I told you weeks ago when I was down there last time and I heard him doing a game on the weekend, it sounded like he was doing the game in a broom closet. No crowd noise, no excitement. I mean just dead, dead, death. Dead, Jimmy. You're a dead man in a chair. And right, off
6: to Green Alice. Touchdown, Patriots. Yeah.
1: It says, how can it be that people can spend day after day talking about a sporting event that may have lasted four hours, and they want the caller's input? You think your callers are bad? At least I get a chuckle out of them from time to time. Most of the sports show callers are morons saying the same thing all the other morons said before them. Now that I've grown up a bit, sports are becoming less important in my life. I still enjoy watching them while I'm far less fanatical as I was and still like playing sports when I can. But I don't need to waste my time hearing about them ad nauseum. Perhaps that's one of the problems with South Florida, with a sports talk audience in general, a lot of people who never grew up, says Pop in the right, key.
6: off to Green Alice, touchdown
1: Patriots. Yep. And now I'm getting angry the fact you keep playing. It's got, <laughs> nothing, to even, it's got nothing to do with who the teams are or, or anything. You just can't do that. You cannot do that. Somebody needs to tell this man. You can't call a sporting event like that. It's criminal. You need to be behind bars for that, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. You fairy. God. That, that, you remember Dave Van Boring? And the Marlins oh, win the World Series. That, that was, was one m- of the worst calls ever. That was one of the worst ever, and this one transcends it. The Marlins win the World Series. I mean, no excitement, no enthusiasm, no nothing. Yeah, it's like they won, like, you know, the first game of the year or something. It's like they won an exhibition game against a, a Little League team. God. The, the quality of play-by-play sportscasting in this market is so grotesque, so unacceptable, so subhuman. And you think of the people that have gone through here, like Zimfer and uh, Mark Vandermeer and good people, good quality people did a hell of a job who generated some excitement. And as far as the Panther games are concerned, Ow! oh, my God, Randy Red Deer Moore, a clown, silly-ass clown. Another ex-jock. That's that's what it takes. How did Geldy get on the TV there? He, he's no ex-jock. He must have had his nose in the right place. I'll tell you that. With that frog Denise Potman. Oh, good golly. T-Bick says, This season reminds me of the early 60s when it was Green Bay and everybody else. Just substitute the Giants for the current season. There's a glut of middle echelon teams like the Colts, the Titans, the Jets, the Pats, the Cowboys, etc., and the rest of them are bottom feeders. I just don't see any team getting in the field a big game with the Giants and coming away with a trophy, says T. Bick. Well, there you go, lousy season. That's because there's a lot of lousy teams. Most of the teams there, they suck. They blow. You know? Yeah. Even Georgia's losing interest, and that's that's saying a lot.
3: The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports League. <laughs> yeah. You-
4: monkeys down. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. Swinging tree to tree, we scream and squawk and shout. No responsibilities, that's what we're all about. Oh, I'm oh, a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We don't do anything we're told because we don't know
13: how. Don't brush our teeth, don't comb our hair, we don't even wear clothes. We love like
4: to make you queasy with our He's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We're not well-mannered,
6: well-behaved, we just love to drop trowel. We'll do some tricks, we'll make
13: you laugh until we are fed. Then we'll lay down, scratch our butts, and watch you
4: all turn red. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We wouldn't want to be a dog, a cat, a horse, or cow. We're smelly and we like it and we've heard the things you said. So don't come with A monkey,
1: a monkey, we're you we we as 14 got some exciting news from Flea. Did he come in and tell you about this or not? On who? Flea. No. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You heard that? I did. That was me. Wait, your your thing tinkles the same way as George's? Mm-hmm. I was
0: downloading something off the uh,
1: iLogger, yeah. Wow. That, that was a good introduction to this breaking news. You
7: don't know about it either? I don't know if I know about it until you tell me about it, and then I'll say, oh, yeah. Lee
1: or... says the rumor is that at the beginning of the year, 790, Waxy, is going syndicated programming from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m.
7: Okay. I did That's not. called
1: throwing in the towel.
7: Yeah, I did not know that.
1: That's called surrender. That's called, We Give. We can't beat the old man. Even with his emails and his uh, horrible phone calls, we can't beat the old man. And the bastards out here ripping me an ass? If this is true, it's another infomnia. Syndicated programming, right there in the middle of the day when people mm-hmm. are awake. Thanks, Flea. Thanks for the uh, input and downput and upput. Uh, down up put, put it wherever you want to put it. Shot put. Yeah. 309 on the Fat Chris's interim poll here. What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? I love them. 198, 64 percent, almost two thirds. Love them, and leave it to the losers out there to rationalize. Oh, that's cause all the people are morons and the people are so dumb. Yeah, that's right. Everybody else's taste sucks. Yours is great. You three or four losers.
7: Glad you understand that. You
1: know, I understand it. They've got the definitive taste. That's like the definitive. Let's see. In jail, I'm pretty sure O.J. is a hero, it says here from some goofball. He's with his peers to be the man who pulled off the perfect crime and get away with it. Plus, he's having trouble adjusting to having no pain pills for his habits, says Larry. Well, who cares? Too bad, Larry. Let him suffer a lot of pain, just like Nicole and Ron suffered. Just like, uh, what's-his-name said to uh, Don Don Corleone. Well, let them suffer as she suffered. Right? Right. Bonasada. The Undertaker, bonus ad. Well, I'm farting so bad, I gotta get really? out of this chair. Oh yeah, should uh, light you a I sense of candle. For what? For me?
7: For you, yeah. Lord
1: can I continue here or not? I don't know. Not. Boy, you're, you're getting like Chris Matthews. It's got so much spittle around my food hole. You're getting like uh, Denise Potvin and Chris Matthews. With his politics. Lord Maylock, what kind of a name is that? Maylocks. Says, good morning, Neil. This is last Wednesday again. Firstly, I'd like to say thank you for getting the archives back up and functioning normally again. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. I live in Massachusetts. I've been able to hear you again without any interference like yesterday. So thank you very much indeed, Neil. Indeed. I'm writing this email at 9.30 a.m., so I'm guessing you'll be on stream shortly then. Secondly, I'd like to interest you in a news story called "Gay Marriage Throughout New England" by 2012. Have a great show, Neil God, respectively Lord Maylock, and he tells me how to pronounce it: M a l u k. Maylock. What kind
7: of a name is that? Uh, made up.
1: Yeah, well that's Mayluck.
7: obvious.
1: And he's got a story here about the uh, campaign, uh, gay marriage rights in the other four New England states, predicted success by 2012. Well, good luck to you, Lord Maylock. Maybe uh, Charlie Chris can put off that marriage for a while. Get married up there in Massachusetts. We can come up here to Toronto, we can get married right now. Charlie Chris, I'll be the best man. Charlie Chris getting married. It's it's just and the fact of the matter is that there are people stupid enough out there to buy into it, including a lot of people in the media. Sirius, by the way, still at fifteen cent. Fifteen cent. You pay fifteen cent and what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. Poor Tennessee Ernie Ford. I bet you he's dead. Is he dead? Did we look it up? Yeah, he's dead. Oh no. Capitol Records and 16 Tons. That song was number one for a million weeks in a row, and I have no idea why.
7: It's a good song. What? It's a good song.
1: Oh, come on. It's a good song, but number one for like 20 weeks in a row. I think it was nine weeks in a row on your hit parade with Snooky Lanson and Giselle McKenzie, Russell Arms and Dorothy Collins. Your hit parade. I think it was sponsored by cigarettes, too. What brand? I don't know.
2: I don't know, and
13: I don't Some. care. Oh, what a talk-up. People say a man is, is made, made, made
2: out of, out of mud. mud A poor man's made out of muscle and blood Muscle and blood and skin, skin and, and bone
3: A mind that's weak you, And, made of skin that's strong, and you load 16 tons What are you getting?
2: You Another can have the skin and I'll take the rest.
1: rest 320 votes on that poll, not too shabby there Considering it's an interim like uh, What do we do on the first one before I Schmidt canned it?
0: Do you know? Yeah, I'm uh, pulling up you care? Well, we had 640. 640 and
1: 320 is 960. Yep. Oh, if you'd have pushed it, man, between the two of them, we could have got 1,000 on a Monday on the day after a Dolphin devastating loss that puts them at 6-5. and five. They're not going to make no playoffs. You know that. Even with that little girly uh, uh, schedule they got. Last place schedule for a 1-15 and team. They might actually lose one of those games. You know, like maybe San Francisco, one of those one of those pansy teams. Oh, I'm sure they'll, win. they'll lose a game or two. Well, they're going to lose to the Jets. I mean, hey, do you no, they're not. you think what? You heard me. You think they can compete with the Jets, who cleaned Tennessee's clock yesterday? You've got to be dreaming, Mister. They're going to beat Brett Favre. Did you Brett Favre, Favre, did you like Favre makes he always Matt Cassel look like a, a little schoolboy. Okay. You are dreaming. You're you're you're, del- you're too many uh, pills. George is feeding you too many pills. Damn. And Buffalo could uh, look what Buffalo did to Kansas City yesterday. Kansas City, of course, is a girls' team. They suck. But Buffalo, where they score fifty-four points, something like that, yeah. yeah. Fifty-four points for those awesome Buffalo freaking Bills. By the way, ask me if I'm going to that game December seventh. Hey, you going to
7: that game? The
3: biggest name.
1: December seventh.
3: No. 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 no.
10: I'm
1: no. 60
3: QAM.
5: The sports leader.
4: It's day in Miami
3: Town. You 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 you. At
10: 560 oh, WQAN.
8: Once there was a senator Who was caught indulging a habit A boogero not much different like A typical neocon faggot Pants off to Larry He for giving writers something funny to do. You're looking for guys who make you go, aye, aye, uh-huh. Larry Craig, thank you for tapping your shoe. New stories last a few days, but you refuse to go away. Republicans are primarily.
5: I never have been gay. Gay, gay, gay. I never have been
8: gay. Hands up to Larry. He wants to stay. But his own heart, really wants him to go away. The religious right wants him to say bye, 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 bye. Larry Craig will spread his legs for you. Absolutely. He wants a man to screw. You fail. And any guy will do. Bye, bye, bye.
2: The biggest names, the best talent. of all the best. Get yes. your home for Miami Dolphins oh, talk, football. Get. Yes. Sports Radio 560, WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
8: Hey there, sweetie. How old are you? Sixteen. Eighteen?
2: You're first.
8: Mom! I like where this is going. Giggity, giggity, giggity.